Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now entering Nerdist.com. Podcast. It's such a bonding podcast. It's such a bonding podcast. Why can't I hear? Such a bonding podcast. What did you do to my headphones? Like ruined everything. All this time apart. This is how we start. Oh god. <laughs> I'm not in stereo. <laughs> me either. I simply must be in stereo. Well, can you now hear I'm me? Not Am I in stereo? What's happening? I can't enjoy this song if it's not in stereo. There's so much dynamic. No, let's just talk over it. What did I do? This is me. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> this is a great intro. Welcome to James Bonding. My name's Matt Gorley. I'm Matt Myra. We're back. And with a passion, we know how things work. And that's why we're here to tell you how Octopussy works, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> 1983's Octopussy, everybody. Yes. Uh, it's been a while. It has. Our last film was... Uh, Never say never again. Right. right? And uh, that was probably... He a... stole your water. Let's give that over here. Oh, okay. No, you did you drink from both? Well, it's hard to say. You drink from both. I guess. Here, but... take this. No, this is good. Yeah, I'll right. drink from that one. No, that would be three. Our guests in <laughs> studio today are two of my greatest friends, my boon companions from uh, the superego and beyond... Mark McConville, James Bladen, Jeremy Carter was going to be here, but he went home to Kansas City. Uh, but what a we, piece of shit. We pray for him. <laughs> yeah, we pray for him. And uh, James and Mark, thanks for joining us here today. Thank you, Matt, for having us. I'm very excited to be here. Hello. Hello. Welcome. If you had to pick a favorite Matt. <laughs> LeBlanc is an acceptable answer. Yeah, it wouldn't be us. <laughs> Boy, that's tough. Perry. Yeah. Matt yeah, Perry? Sure. Sure. Probably not. I mean, I'd have to really. I'd need to see a list. Matthew Brady. You don't want to McConaughey. Broderick. Yeah. Mm, right. Broderick's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, he did kill a couple people in Ireland. Tim but. Matheson. Does he count? Oh, close. Mm, it's very close. Matt Houston. But <laughs> is it Dave Matthews? Oh, settled. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Matt, how are you doing? Great. Good to be here. You're looking good. To be good. Back. Feeling good. Beard's back. I'm just ready. I'm you've waiting. got uh, the Tom Ford sunglasses from Spectre on your hat, yep. and you've got an Omega, yep. or, Planet Ocean, or Amiga. Yeah, depending on who you're talking to. If you're talking to Eva Green, it's an Omega. Yeah, but we're, we've got uh, dueling bonds here because James happens to be wearing a Rolex. The Rolex Submariner. The Submariner. Yes. The classic James Bond watch. Right. 
I have a freckle. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Half past freckle, quarter past a mole. How'd that go? Well, I tried the Apple Watch for a while. Oh, yeah? And uh, Now, which James Bond wore that? No James Bonds. Oh, that makes sense. But it wasn't for me, the Apple Watch. I got yeah. annoyed with the fact that it would not... You couldn't see the time all the time unless you, like, turned your wrists oh, to tell really? the watch that you wanted to look at it. I am a huge Apple enthusiast, yeah. but I feel... The watch, even, I, I would have a tough time. There's something about a stigma that goes along with it. Well, it, it only right? saves you from pulling your phone out of your pocket. It's tough, too. I saw a friend who has one, and his phone would be on the table, so and he'd be looking at his watch, yeah. and like oh, out of yeah. the corner of his eye looking at yeah. the Who's phone. This? Say a name. <laughs> Matt. Oh. <laughs> Me? No, it's a uh, di- no. different Matt. You know another Matt? I won't say who it is. <laughs> a gentleman doesn't tell. Respect you, Uh... But yeah, so I I I was I also wouldn't last an entire day. Oh, which I found annoying. That? What good is that? Plus, I often sleep with the watch on. Oh, no, it's my like if I yeah, wake up I in the middle it. of the night, I can sure. see what time it is sure. without disturbing anyone. Yeah, not not a stitch on, no. but a stitch in time, yeah, and that right. time is on your wrist. That's right. It's cold. And I shower with it. Oh, now it's getting real sensitive. Guys, this is waterproof to six hundred meters, and my shower is three hundred meters underwater, so this is fine. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, if you got that far down, you're body would collapse in on itself. <laughs> That's true, but not your watch. That's right, it's still ticking. Um, yeah, so here we are, Octopussy. This is our second to last movie before Spectre. That's right. We, uh, Boy, we started this venture, what, two years ago? Sure did. And uh, we thought, because we were doing them weekly, remember oh, that? We were, we were doing cranking them, them out like uh, nobody's and business. And we even worked like four or five episodes ahead. That's right. Like, That'll be plenty. We were like, fuck you, this American life. We're consistent. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that went away real fast. <laughs> Octopussy, this is the first one I ever saw in the theater with my father. I, it's, a, it's a real soft spot for me. I enjoy this film. I've always enjoyed this film. However, when we watched it the other night, it did it, did, it didn't hold up as well as I it wanted it to. It showed its age. I will say this is my most frequently put on in the background James Bond movie. Really, mine's yeah. View to a Kill yeah. or Diamonds Are Forever. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is the one, and so much so that I couldn't find the disc. It wasn't in. It wasn't in the sleeve. It's probably in some players. Yeah, somewhere. I know, and I'd have to track down which why, player. It why would be do in. you think it's the one you put on? Why? Why? Because it's. I think it's. I think Roger Moore. There's something extra soothing about a Roger Moore James Bond movie sure, for me. Oh, yeah, just the uh, skin alone. Yeah, it's, it's like a Corinthian mm, couch. And that <laughs> silky hair of his. Oh, yeah. And uh, his gorgeous outfits yeah. with lapels. Yeah, a lot of lapels, uh, a lot of pockets. Yeah, and uh, just perfectly pockets. tailored. Mm-hmm. Uh, that clown suit. He looked great in it. <laughs> Now, that's a Tom Ford, right? Yeah, it's a Tom Ford clown suit. Uh, at the time, I think it was still Turnbull and Asser. Oh, right, right maybe. Asher? Asher. As- Asser? Is, well, it's Asher. spelled Asser. Asser. Anyway. Guys, welcome, what James. we like to do <laughs> is we like to get our guests' perspective on their first experience with Bond, how it formed who they are today. Like, how much do you go through your day thinking about James Bond? Yeah, and if, mm. it's, and if it's like 23 hours a day, that's cool. Yeah. Did yeah. you have a formative Bond moment, or was it just a passing fancy? I believe the first one that I saw was, I think I saw For Your Eyes Only in, in the, the theater. theater. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I, I saw that first. Definitely saw Octopus. 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 Start over. <laughs> can we get that? Can we get that? <laughs> Octopus. Can you send me the transcript? Yeah, I'll so get I that to you. I want to make sure that no problem. Uh, all the cut, right cuts are made. Oh, I want to see Octopus. You know. Yeah. So my father was a surgeon. <laughs> 
I saw Octopussy, and um, when did uh, when did Golden Gun come out? Mammoth Golden Gun came 79, out seventy nine. Yeah, I think. God, I almost want to say I saw that. No, no, seventy four. Oh, oh, oh seventy nine would have been Spy I Who Loved Me. No, Moonraker. No, Moonraker. Moonraker. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. we are really out of practice. Well, I'm rusty, Jeez, guys. I have to say, I have not been watching as much Bond by free will as yeah. I normally did, and I don't know if that's because this podcast. It was so much in the consciousness that you start to need a little break. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I see that. But I still, you know, I'll put it on. Yeah. Sorry, Jen. No, it's fine. But I, I definitely remember seeing Octopussy in the theater. Mm-hmm. And viewing it back then, I had no issues with it at all. I think I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Saw nothing wrong with it. Yeah. That viewing it again. You also saw nothing wrong yeah, with it. Yeah, this is great. Thanks flawless. for being here, Jay. Right. That's one down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even remember the title being touchy. For I don't me. either because I didn't. I didn't. I think I heard people snicker, but I didn't know why. Because yeah. I didn't know what an octopus was. <laughs> I, I know what some sweet Delta trim was, though. Let me tell you, at ten years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, well, we could talk about the title, but uh, Mark. Yeah, I, I've only, I have only seen a handful of James Bond films. I've not seen a ton of them. But this one played a special part. In oh yeah, childhood. these boys heard this story when oh, we watched please. it. No, but I'll tell, tell you. Me. Um, so I, I was young when the, it was on, so my parents were going on a date and we had a babysitter mm-hmm. and I used to scour the, the, the little magazine that came with our cable box every yeah. month, the schedule yeah. for like, just. I was just at the age where it's like, Oh, if I could see some naked lady parts, that would be amazing. Yeah. But we had parental control on the HBO. Oh. So dad had to put in a code if you wanted to watch mm-hmm. HBO, mm-hmm. which was good. Cause I had two younger brothers and it's right. probably best that we're not seeing real sex 12 yep. or whatever. Uh, but I like Real Sex 19. Yeah, that's I even did some reconnaissance of like, oh, Octopussy has nudity. Because I remember there was like the little N in the description. So I was uh-huh. like, oh, there's going to yeah. be some naked. And it says pussy, which is probably naked right. ladies. I'm still too Way young to really know what I'm, what I'm getting into. But before it was like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or yep. War Games or something that was in HBO's Private rotation. school. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so I was like, can we watch the first movie knowing that We'd leave it on all night, and then I'd get to see the uh-huh. James Bond movie after my brothers went to bed. Is this your first James Bond movie? I'd never seen know? a James Bond okay, movie. So you're thinking they're just straight-up skin flicks. But I'd also heard that they were really cool. Okay. I just had never seen a uh-huh. James Bond film. So, yeah, I'm all excited, and my parents leave, and the pizza comes. And I remember getting up, and I stepped on the remote no. and shut. The, I just saw the TV go out. And that resets the uh, And he is still to code. this day never seen a naked woman. And, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was so disappointed and then I but in, in, in watching it now, I would have been disappointed then. Yeah. I would have been like, Where's the uh, you think, it's that lady? You know, that's oh, the that's right. the one. That's yeah. the one naked lady. She's way off in the distance getting out of a pool. Well, there's that lady. There's also uh you know in the, the title now sequence on the Blu ray, the title sequence yeah. is Nip City. Yeah. yeah. Uh population bond. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but so other than that, what, what was the first movie you saw in the theater that was James Bond? Have you seen it in the theater? The first one I saw in the theater, uh, which one has Denise Richards? Oh, I mean, oh, the world oh, is Lord. not enough. That's the first one I saw in a theater. Wow! But I'd seen Goldfinger. We all, I wore suit a suit to the world is not enough. <laughs> we all wore suits. <laughs> would it Would it be fair to say that outside from that octopusy experience, just being friends with me is more of your formative Bond experience? Well, I met my wife because of. James Bond. That's technically. Right. That's right. I was with yeah. Matt hanging out, mm-hmm. and he casually mentioned 
something from a Bond movie, and he was like, oh, my God, we should watch that right now, and you didn't have a copy of it. I was probably saying that most nights with most friends that would come over, like, oh, I could segue anything into a Bond movie. But, yeah, yeah. we went to look for it, and it, it was... That was back in the rental days. Like we went to Blockbuster. No, we and, went to Circuit City. I was going to buy it. Well, I know, it. but we tried to rent it oh, first. Yes, yeah. And then we, we went on a quest looking for a copy of whatever. Circuit City, another great casualty of the internet. Yeah. 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 I wonder what that was that I wanted to show you. But we, yeah, we tried to buy it. We went to Circuit City to buy it. Wow. And Matt, had already, you'd already knew my wife back then. Yeah. She was a stranger to me, but she was buying a television. That's right. And that's how you guys met. Yep. You guys used that, the television. That television is still... Hanging in our house. You're uh, shitting me. No. It's a good TV. It's got to be a tube television. No, it's a really nice plasma flat screen TV. Yeah, this would have been like, what, 2005? Yeah, she, oh, spent, wow. she spent like $4,500 on oh, that TV my God. at the time. Wow. It was a crazy amount of money. And I remember So being you were like, drawn to her by her money. She's a yeah. baller. Yeah. yeah. I get it. She is a baller. I get yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have TVs. We never found that movie either. I wonder what it was. I don't remember. It's probably I tomorrow. think it was a Roger Moore because I had seen a Connery Bond and I had seen a Brosnan Bond. But why? Why was? But it? Daniel Craig was not Bond yet. No, he had a year to go. So you this were, must, this must have I, been the time where I was in my Brian Wilson phase, barely getting out of bed. Yes, and, absolutely. So it's only it was. to press play on a James Bond movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's about right. But you, you had like, a, you had another one of those. So it was well, 1995 was, it, and 2005. No, that never happened in 1995. That happened in 2005. Oh, that's what we. Yeah, that yeah. sounds. About I think right. that's what it was. So you were probably just going along with me, and I was trying to track these movies down because they were out of print. I think so. Yeah, you yeah. Just we, and oh yeah, they was were that, out of print for yeah. a little while. Was that yeah. the MGM days where they like lost? There was like legal reasons yeah, that Bond right. movies were yeah. not yeah, easily yeah. found, and then they had just. Just gotten the rights to Casino Royale yeah, at that point. That's yeah. right. Wow. Well, guys, I'm glad that you, as adults, got to sit through Octopussy. Oh boy! And uh, enjoy all the wonder that is a, I would say a, a very good example of what a Roger Moore James Bond movie is. Yeah. If not, if not the best example, I I like it. I, you, when you say when that. you say is the best example, do you find it to be the best of the Roger Moore? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I think it's the best example, example of what the Roger Moore era was. Okay, in the sense of you've got your corniness, you've got your uh, Mod Adams, you've got your uh, your cue in the field for no reason situations. You've right. got all the sort of wackiness that comes with a Roger Moore James Bond movie, and you've got James Bond being old and dashing. But I you've think. also got some serious moments in here, and somehow, I don't know how, but I feel like it still is able to play those off as opposed to a Brosnan He's, film. But like when VJ dies. Yeah. Is that his name? In yeah, that's the name mm-hmm. of the movie yeah. and in life. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about him as well because James belongs to the same club as VJ. <laughs> that's right. Does he live out here? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does he play tennis he, at the LA I, Tennis Club? No, he plays at the club that I belong. Oh. <laughs> this is for, a real gentleman. Forgive my ignorance. Yeah. How many. Films. How many James Bond films did Roger Moore seven. make? Seven. And this yeah. is six out of seven, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And to no, date, this he... is five. No, this is six. Oh, the way six. we're going back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like confused. This, yeah. He's done the most to date. Really? Yeah. yeah. By by one. I need Connery, to see. Well, Connery had five. Uh, five. Six. No, he did six. Plus, wait. Doctor <laughs> No. Doctor No. Crush with Love. Goldfinger. Thunderball. Then he did. You, you only live. No, you only, you only live twice. twice. Yeah, you only live twice. And then diamonds, diamonds are forever. He did six, seven, if you count. And never say never. Again. Who does? Well, I, we do. We throw him in. That's right. We did sort of enjoy it. 
And Roger Moore was 55 when doing this film? He started, yeah, he started, yeah. he was 45 when he started, and mm-hmm. he was 55. On Octopussy. Yeah. yeah. And he looks, to me, to be 75. Really? Really? Oh, man. So? But Connery was 42 or 3 when he quit. I think and he I, looked older than Roger Moore. I think. Yes, I think Roger Moore held up much better yeah, than, I than I agree. Sean Connery. Yeah. Well, I think once Sean started embracing his baldness, I think he looked great. Yeah. Very dashing. Yeah. 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 But he got a little bloated in the in the yeah. the later ones. Uh-huh. He did. He did. But, you know, I think they did a great job with his suits. I think mm-hmm. they made him look as 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 felt as they could. That's right. And, uh, you know, and they started aging up the women he was with, which I thought was a good touch. Uh, a Connery? Bit. No, no, no. I'm talking Rog- about Roger Moore. Oh, but they aged. Uh, yeah, they did for Octopussy, but not for Four Year Eyes Only and uh, well, Due to a Kill. We're, they were, we're not, okay. We're not there yet. Right. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm just going to overall, I'm going to say this. I love, I love this movie. Yeah, I enjoy it. It, it's it a makes com- me happy. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. It's a comfort. It's a comfort bond for you. Yeah, yeah. 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 You? No, No, not so much. Really? Well, even though I have the remembrance of seeing it in theater, it should have that for me. Yeah. But I think seeing it now is sort of overshadowed. Who's your bond, James? It is Roger Moore. Okay. But to me, it's to to me the movie I can sit and watch over and over is Live and Let Die. Yeah, that's a goodie. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> well, you're yeah. saying this is the movie I that you it. can watch over and over. It's it. one of them. Well, do you guys have a favorite that you go to? Is yours "Live and Let Die"? It's one. Yeah, that's one. Of, that's I think that's my favorite more Bond yeah. movie is "Live and Let Die." Okay, I'm, not, not, totally I'm the lot. I'm like I'm you the know, layman at this table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed Casino Royale Great. enough to buy it on DVD. Oh, so I, I, know I do own it. Good answer. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big owning. DVDs guy and either yet so you did yeah that one was good enough the first time around that I thought I'd like to have that we one. saw it together right or I no, believe were you in that group when we went to go see it I don't remember I don't either <laughs> well he was busy with we'll his new wife Spectre I do together. I do enjoy these modern Daniel Craig bonds he might yeah. be my bond because I the bond. old one I I have trouble with sort of the technology and the uh-huh. gadgets because uh-huh. I I feel like at the time people were probably like. Ooh, a little TV on your wrist? That like was in this amazing. movie. Right, but it doesn't look amazing now. No, he doesn't, doesn't have a TV on his wrist. In sure, this he one. does. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He's got his, the, his the Seiko. TV? The little oh, Seiko watch. It does eventually turn into a little TV. Yeah. yeah. Liquid crystal display. <laughs> Is that where he's watching the woman's cleavage? That's when he's, well, he films no, no, the like woman. He tests it out he on the camera. And then he looks, yeah. Yep. yeah. Gets a look at them boobs. Well, let's so, jump into this cold. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say. So the technology you think because it's dated causes you to not like the older so films. So you can't right, watch a period I, piece. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the movie Wild Wild West? Wiki Wiki Wah. I saw it in the theater. Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. <laughs> and I didn't like it. <laughs> I've never seen it. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, uh, you don't want nada. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh has a spider wheelchair. In yeah, he sure does. He, I just learned the origin of that, that uh, the producer of the Superman Lives version that Tim Burton was going to do with Nicolas Cage, oh, John he insisted had a giant spider in the end, and when that whole thing fell apart, the he next movie he went to was Wild Wild West. And if you basically, guys, that was his only Oh, boy. If you want to hear a fantastic retelling of that, listen to uh, the How Did This Get Made episode of the Wild Wild West, where... Kevin Smith is the guest, and oh, he tells wow. that story in oh, great detail. That's where I heard it from. It's fantastic. Kids, oh. check out 
How did this get made? We did a crossover with them. We, we can sure plug did. them. We sure can. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the cold open. I like this cold open a hell of a lot. Who doesn't? Uh, I love it. Guys, it's we're just here action. to be positive about James Bond. <laughs> it's comedy. It's <laughs> clever. It's got a bunch of blue-eyed Hispanic <laughs> Cubans going on. Well, the blue-eyed My dad's Spanish, and he's yeah, blue-eyed. Yeah, but aren't we in, are we Cameron to Diaz, believe we're in Cuba? Spanish? I don't know Cuba, where we're yes, supposed to be. It's Cuba. I believe it is supposed to be Cuba. Yeah. Well, that's, that topography's all wrong. There's no... I, I know. That's clear that they're that's, filming yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, upsetting. They're Mallorca or what something. What are they trying to put by us? Um, uh, that Range Rover, yeah, pretty. That awesome. open air Range Rover that's pulling the horse trailer. It's brown. Nice. You just don't get enough brown cars anymore. And it's convertible. Yeah. It's just, well, with bench seats. I don't like even know that it's conv- bench seats. No, it's just it's a Defender One Ten. Whoa. Uh, and it's. I mean, there you could order it optionally with a soft top or no top. Okay. And I think this is a no. See, top I thought it was the One Eleven. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> That didn't exist. Oh, that's why it wasn't. This is embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> there's well, a there's a ninety and a one ten. Let's more okay. importantly, whatever it takes. Talk about his hat, his soft English cap that turns well, into a. Well, let's talk about that whole outfit. Yeah, nod back to Goldfinger. Yeah, where he gets out, turns his jacket inside out, and all of a sudden he's ready for dinner. Mm. You know, classic James Bond maneuver. And uh, in this one, he has a full uh, colonel's uniform. What was he? Something like yeah, Toro, Colonel Toro. <laughs> He's, a, he's an official, a load for of sure. bull, yeah. right yeah. there. Oh boy, oh boy that jokes oh twice, boy. huh? You're a Toro too, <laughs> but he's got uh, the little ACDC hat that yep. he turns inside out yep. that becomes very hard brimmed. I want to know: are these like little wire things that snap into place, or is there like a starch activation thing? That or, or with? is it just two different hats? Well, clearly, <laughs> in real life, but I choose to live. Let's be positive, in the Matt. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, and this is also where we get the famous uh, scene with the tiny jet. The BD five J. Oh, great! Man. You See, guys can I don't name know the, check. I don't know the, I don't know the jet. Yeah. I know the car. Glad I know that because my older brother Chris was obsessed with the BD fives. He uh-huh. wanted to be a pilot as a youngster. As my parents were both pilots, he loved the BD fives. Wanted to get one. I don't know if they were kits. They may have been kit uh-huh. planes. What you could just build one of those? I could be wrong. It's a jet. Though, I feel doesn't like it? somebody's got to build FAA it. No, allow- the BD five. You to build your own plane? Yes. Oh, wow. yes. There are kit planes. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's amazing. The BD-5 was a prop plane, and the BDJ was a special oh. jet uh, with the J. Okay. Uh, and I think that thing would go about 300 miles an hour. The yeah. jet? The jet yeah. version. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's why I know it was the BD-5J. And they were eyeing that thing for an earlier film. I can't remember which one. The they... uh, the fiberglass one that they used, the one that, that is on a stilt that is oh, that running through, through the, the hangar. It rolls through the hangar. That is uh, sitting on top of a bar in Venice. Mm. Venice Beach? Yeah. Which bar? I will find Outside? It. I'll find it right now. Really? Yeah. Well, can I, on, on a somewhat unrelated thing, during one of the chases, he, he runs some guys off the road and they crash into a chicken coop. And all I could think was like, that's not necessary. Like the poor prop people. Like, did they have to build that chicken coop for them to crash it too? That's you yes. only see for. Yeah. Well, I will. I think it's interesting. A second. I think it's John interesting Glenn that they um, that they. I was, you know, watch rewatching this movie for this podcast, and I thought it was. I was noting how he shot out the tires rather than shooting the guards, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, is this like James Bond not killing anyone? But then at the climax of this movie. He is getting off more headshots yeah. than any James Bond I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he has a chain kill there in the yeah. end where he like, takes out <laughs> yeah three or four people. Yeah, just with his Walther just right in the head. He's got a beefier yeah. Walther PDPK in this. Have you noticed? I know that he lost it, and Q is not happy about it. Oh yeah, 
The thing I love about this opening sequence is the giant miniature, meaning like that barn is pretty big but smaller. But that foreground miniature of when that plane, they actually flew that plane through the hangar and then just made the door right in front of the camera that blends seamlessly with the real hangar. It's incredible. Yeah. God, I love forced perspective. I love foreground miniatures. I want to get squibbed, and I want to do it with a little foreground church in the front. How has this not happened yet? Should we squib you at my wedding, and I'll pretend to shoot you, and no one will know it's a joke? Let's do it. Let's do it. I wanted to do that for my wedding, actually. Not to be squibbed, but but that would work. I wanted to have... Like somebody else be marrying my wife, and then I rush in and and be like, that man's an imposter, and then like have a fight where he ends up in a fountain, like spitting water out, and he's got like a fish in his suit. Oh I really God, wanted to do that. That's, a, that's fantastic. Uh, and and your wife didn't go for that, huh? <laughs> I don't think I ever ran a pastor. Actually, she <laughs> might have, she might have been she okay. Have we were a theatrical family. Yeah. That's right. But uh, uh so okay, his his what is his mission in this cold open as far as we can tell? Blow to up just, this to, to blow up a plane with a fun satellite dish. No, isn't probably? it to blow up the thing that's Oh, the plane that's in the hangar. Yeah. 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 Not the plane that obviously he's flying. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to say one thing that occurred to me while watching it. When they there's a shot through the hangar when you're looking at where it's obviously a different plane bearing down on the hangar when he's flying through where you can see there's like two engines on the side oh, <laughs> shot. oh interesting and it's very clear when you're looking for it but again watching it the first time never never it, i never saw it until actually this time i think i i really noticed it clearly and i and it makes me think about the time that it was made sorry i just found an article that said james bond enthusiast killed after crashing homemade octopusy jet <laughs> <laughs> This happened. This happened uh, July twenty fifth of this year. Oh no! James Bond enthusiast who spent thirty years building the plane used in Octopussy. Oh, thirty years. Jeez. Dies after crashing the aircraft. A pilot killed in a plane crash in Ireland was flying a type of home-built mini-jet immortalized by a James Bond film. Howard Cox, the late great from Devon, was on his way to an air show in his unique single-seat BD five aircraft. When it came down yesterday evening in a field near D- uh, Dungarvan in Waterford, Dungarvan. Uh, the father of one, oh, rest in peace, experienced aviator, talented engineer, spent 30 years working on the plane, perfecting its performance and jet engine. Oh. Uh, he had been in Ireland for several days, uh, preparing for the 75th anniversary of the first trans- transatlantic commercial flights uh, to West Ireland. Uh, Oh, poor guy. The plane was an international sensation in the early 80s after being made famous when it featured in the opening sequence of the 007 hit Octopussy. Wow. Guys, this goes back to my earlier point. The FAA shouldn't allow planes to be built at (laughs) home. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) What were you saying, James? Uh, Oh, so this just made me think about, you know, when this movie came out in 83, there wasn't really home video. People didn't have VCRs as ubiquitously as we do now. So they weren't really expecting people to sit there and go frame by frame yeah, and yeah. look through. And, and you really were expecting to see it once, maybe twice, if you went back to the theater to see it. But I think those kind of details, you know, and some, there were some other ones very evident in this movie, like with the tiger and things like Things that would go by you quickly, they're not that concerned about right. because it, they weren't expecting... People multiple, to go through frame watches, by frame. Yeah. 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 
No one it weighed the BD-5J weighed 358 pounds. Jeez. Very light aircraft. I think we did this math before, but is this the last James Bond film chronologically to have a cold open that is unrelated to the rest of the film? I believe so. View to a kill, he finds the microchip that leads them on the chase to Zorin. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye is the whole Alex Trevelyan thing. Mm-hmm. 006 getting murdered. The, tomorrow Never Dies is that whole arms buying thing with Ricky J. Yeah, but Ricky J's in it and he f- yeah. is in the rest of the story. The world is not enough. Cold Open is, is the, the cigar. The 22 minute cold open. Yeah, the boat lady. It's the boat the lady. Thing. You can protect him. Yeah. Not from him. And then she blows herself up. Die Another Day is the Korean thing. Yep, which is obviously tied into the whole Zero movie. Royale is his origin. Uh, Quantum of Solace is the car chase connected to that. Yep. And same Skiffle with Skyfall. We've is connected to everything. Yep. Octopussy hmm. is the last one where he gets a cold open that's unrelated and then just goes on a straight mission. It's time to bring it back, and clearly that's not going to happen in Spectre. Right. No. But it Spectre t- seems like it's taking place much too soon after Skyfall. Yeah. Anyway, that's but it I totally think. works in this film, don't you think? I mean, absolutely. It's just I'm absolutely. we're missing a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying it. It's uh, I'm talking to the producers right now. <laughs> it totally works. Well, seeing the latest uh, Mission Impossible movie, that's cl- they, have, they have adapted the Roger Moore formula of James Bond so wonderfully now. The latest movie is a cold open that, if it's related, I can't remember. Is, I no, don't think I don't, it don't is. think it is. It's I saw like, too, and yeah. I, don't, I think it's just a fun. They are doing open. classic Bond with those films. Say what you will about Tom Cruise, but I. Yeah, but. It's a high octane thrill ride. James Bond's still making more money at the box office. Well, whatever, but I'm just saying, I don't enjoy these movies more than a Bond movie. Right, but, but they, they still they, deliver a one-two punch. They're doing the classic Bond formula like no one else has since the day. Do you think Bond. audiences now would sort of go like, what does this have to do with the rest of no, it? No, I think people are eating it up. Do you know these are Amanda's favorite movies? We went to see this, and she was giggling like a schoolgirl when this movie started. She, this Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, and she just turns to me with a huge smile on her face. Sometimes she'll tap me on the shoulder just to show me her smile. It's crazy. She loves these movies. My wife, wow. my wife too, she, we, she was like, that, that's the one we're seeing. Like, we hadn't seen a movie in months, and yeah. she was just like, of all the stuff that's out there, this is what I want to see. And yeah. we, we had a blast. Too. They are, they're really fun. And I, I kind of want to go, oh, if you love that, we should check out. You know, Spy Who Loved Me, and it ain't going to yeah, work. No, it's not going to work no. at all. The pacing is too slow. Yeah. Much too slow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he runs out of gas and uh, does <laughs> but what... But then, like, pulls up to what looks what like a Kentucky do. gas station. That's right. <laughs> Fill her up. Nobody is Hispanic in this movie. <laughs> a yeah, man that, guy's, in overalls, that guy's name is Ernie a man or Jethro. In, uh, overalls and... Uh, and uh, Big white bushy beard. That's but this right. is based on an actual thing that the pilot of that BD5J said was a real thing that happened oh, to him. That right. he had to land. He ran out of gas. Apparently, yeah. they don't hold that much. They had to land on a road. I don't know if he pulled into a gas station, <laughs> but that is based on a real thing that he just landed on a street, a road like that. Well, once James asks for a fill-up, we hear this. Now, you don't like this song. Not a huge fan of all time. I do for some reason. This is also the last, like, sultry ballad, right, of a James Bond song. You could argue Sheryl Crow's is, but I think they just... I feel like, yeah, Sheryl Crow's, I think, is a sultry ballad. And but I it's also not think quite that like, like, Adele's is like a sultry this ballad. Is, but this is a smooth ballad. It doesn't really break into this a... This is a like, slow dance. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think there's been another one of these. 
and does not mention the title. Which annoys me. But how could Well, what rhymes with octopusy? Uh... I got nothing. Nothing rhymes with octopusy. Shakta. Here I thought orange was the only word you couldn't rhyme. Shakta Busey. Gary Busey. Octopusy Gary Busey. Yeah, yeah they covered it's this in Harmontown once. But then I thought of something that does rhyme with it, and I can't remember. Is oh. it, does it involve a doctor? You get the first the first half's easy. It's the pussy oh. that's hard to rhyme with. Wussy. <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Wussy. Doctor Wussy. From Jock to Wussy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jock to Wussy. Yeah. Oh. Jock to Pussy. It's a good, yeah. Yeah. good movie. Yeah. Guys, let's pitch that movie. Let's beat it out right now. At, speaking of the title, though, didn't Maud Adams say that she thought this was going too far to call it Octopussy? I think I read that. Really? Well, it's from a Fleming title. Right. Yeah. And obviously, is it any worse than Pussy Galore? No. And I think it's less honor worse. Black men embrace that. But you listen to the song, you tell me you don't want to be in a mountain lodge on a white polar bear skin rug. There's a fire roaring. Every ounce of furniture in the place is either black lacquer or rust suede. And there's a lot of wicker. There's probably that mirrored ceiling, but it's got that gold veining running through it. Sure. And there's a plant in a macrame holder. and Just dangling from the ceiling? Yeah, and there's so much dangling on people, on fixtures. So and this it, is just wicker and liquor. Yes, that's right. Wicker and liquor and get the hell out. And, and there's... Every lighting fixture has a chain swagged down that the cord runs in. And this song, it's not that it's on repeat, it just never ends. I cannot tell you that I don't want to be there. That's right. And I'm saying, you know who you're there with? Me. It's just the two of us. You each get a weekend to yourselves. And you come in wearing a yellow one-piece ski suit mm. that zips down. Oh, it zips down. Yeah. 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 To yeah. reveal... Your all-time high. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so nice. now we open up, and this is one thing that I really love about this movie, is right away you get into the M briefing. I just decided to make that my background of oh. him. Don't mm. worry about all the icons that are there. I've been doing a lot of work yeah. lately, but uh, yeah, just him Oops. asking for gas. Did you see that? What's Insta- next? What's next? The Instagram I pasted of a, I pasted. <laughs> I pasted on a lot of telephone poles around town. Oh no, I yeah. didn't do. What'd no, you do? A, What'd you do, Fat Jew? It's a picture. Oh, <laughs> a picture of Bond with the teleprompter thing, or not the the t- TV. Yeah. With the big olds behind him. Anyway, check it out. Also, check out my cat jumping to the tune of All Time High. I'm gonna look Slow for that. Motion. Follow Matt Gorley on uh, Instagram. Do we like side projects? Um, do we like the little neon guns? We don't. Hate, the laser. We do not love them. The laser neon. I, I like colored. them, but I don't like that one woman's uh, bemused reaction to. Is the it the 007 one that's lying that, down? Yeah, she's yeah. lying on her side. It's a weird like, like ooh, oh, it worked. But clearly, Morris Bender's going like, smile now, don't smile now, smile again. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like she. She was like, Mom, I booked a gig. It's, it's in a new James Bond movie. It's like she had to like really play it up. Like I think, I just hear her yeah. mom going, what is it? Or what are you doing? Oh, well, I'm shooting good. a neon laser gun she down She strikes my leg. me as, she's probably British, and her father could not be more proud at the pub. He's like, sure. go see my daughter. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
Property of a Lady is the uh, auction name. Yeah. Based on a Fleming title. Well, we got to talk about the first clown chase. The fucking Tomax and Zamot running around in the woods. (laughs) Mishka Udgrishka. Uh, yeah, so they're uh, dagger throwing twins, which is uh, henchman number one that we see in the uh, in this movie, and they are chasing a clown. We don't know who the clown is. No, uh, chasing a clown through the woods, and uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the whole image of the clown being chased by other circus folk. No, I was at this point in the movie, I was thinking about like my eleven or twelve or thirteen year old self who mm-hmm. was dying to see the naked boobies and thinking like. I, at this point, I'd be like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, Do you think you are more disappointed because you turned it off than you would have been had you sat through it? I'm saying if I had watched it, as yeah. a, I would have been like, what is this? Like, <laughs> this isn't what I thought it would be at all. In your head, what was a James Bond movie? I don't know. Just him shooting bad guys and boning ladies. It was eight vaginas. It's called Octopussy. Uh, yeah. 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 No, but yeah, this was this the, the clown was really jarring for me it's very creepy yeah it's a it's a it's a interesting and i do like that this guy i like that they show him fighting one of the twins and and Mm -hmm. and getting away from him he's like rasputin the clown yeah he gets a knife in the back and then he floats away and then somehow ends up floating to the ambassador of uh, to great britain's house all rivers lead to (laughs) rome sure sure (laughs) sure uh but i think that's a fantastic way to open it and then uh we go to uh, James's debriefing, yeah. which is the most British scene in the movie, I think. Uh, I thought that myself mm-hmm. because of the egg expert yeah, guy, yeah, the auction yeah. expert, but the auctioneer himself wins mm, the British. At Sotheby's, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, I can't even... It's so British that it's erased from my memory. Well, it's like, it's you know, self-destruct. I think we should play well, a clip please. for, the, for yeah. the... May I have your... Turn that down for one second, Aristotle. I'm going to pull this out so no one hears a pop. Great. That's how we do things in uh, podcasts. So, because this is my only Roger Moore film oh, that I've, or, or that you've ever seen, Bond. Yeah, sorry. Holy fuck! I uh, he looks as old as the guys sending him out on the missions to me. <laughs> but but much more handsome. Is, yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. But it does feel sort of like. Could you go? Because I, I don't want to. And <laughs> rather than we're the senior members of uh, this organization sending you out, it's more like, hey, pal. You like doing this more than I do. Would you go? Wow. Oh, we should talk about the set design of the Russian... Have we passed that? That's b- before the auction scene. Oh, yeah, because Stephen Burkhoff is... He's a madman. Oh. He's amazing. He's they, in that Klaus Maria Brandauer category, but Klaus Maria Brandauer skirts the line and never goes over it. He goes over it. Let's, let's listen to him describe how he would... Tenth to one advantage. And Dan Hedaya as Brezhnev. American and West German forces can field at most ten armored divisions. The British maintain only... If you're watching this movie at home, watch his posture. It's incredible. We have played out it's like he's the men in black guy like, trying to be human. <laughs> it's as though someone told him the camera was going to be 300 feet away. <laughs> he said, well, he was a theater actor. He's a huge theater actor. Czechoslovakia. Oh my god. Sorry, guys. It's like he's doing Nixon and Ed Sullivan physically mixed together. He is doing Nixon. He's doing Anthony Hopkins Nixon. That's exactly the Before it's time. Uh, But I think that set is amazing. It's so good. And useless. There's no point for that whole seating arrangement to turn around. Yep. Uh, So here's uh, here's here's who we're giving the uh, British award to. Lady. Lady. Oh, there are quite a few ladies here. 
We shouldn't have to be here in person, you know. She could always be represented by proxy. I'll start it at £150,000. Okay. £150,000. I love a good auction scene. Mm. £170,000. Agreed. £170,000. £170,000. £108,000. £108,000. £190,000. £200,000. Against you, madam. Any more? There is a lady. Who wants to get that property? There's a real mystery in this movie, and you don't don't figure it out until much later. You don't figure it out ever. That's true. The plot plot is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't keep track of where where the actual Who's stealing jewels? Why are they stealing jewels? What's the point of the reproductions? I think I got it. Go. But you want... Well, I think I know. Yeah. I, I think Orlov is taking priceless things out of Russia. Yeah. Feeding them to Kamal Khan, mm-hmm. who is having reproductions made. Mm-hmm. He's taking the actual... And giving them back to Orlov, he's taking the actual items to somewhere in the West through Octopussy's Circus to sell off to raise money for, for Orlov. Oh, I think you're right. But the, we're missing the point. And the point is the plot doesn't matter. It's like a good film noir or the latest season of True Detective. You're just there to enjoy it. I couldn't keep track of whether this was the actual egg or the fake egg this or what he switches egg. it out he with. He switches it out with the fake egg, right? Yes. I was under the impression that they were selling very, very well-done facsimiles of real eggs. On purpose? Yes. No. Because no. doesn't don't they say in the office there are a lot of these showing up in auctions? Yeah, but they, and where are they coming from? We need to find out. Yeah, but the the no, they're saying that there's they're saying that there's a lot of of these showing up in auction, but not they're not saying there's a lot of fake showing up. They're just saying there's a lot of Russian. Well, it's suspicious Russian stuff that's showing. But why up. is Kamal Khan trying to buy it? He has to get it back because. The oh, original, that's right. That's right. Okay, yeah. No, because the fake the, the, has gotten away. Well, the clown got it. Right. The clown got the fake. The clown, the clown got had the, the fake. fake. So what they want is the fake not to go into the open market, right? Jesus. They the, right. If the fake goes into the open market, then they think the, the fake whole has to go back go. in the museum or wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has to get the real one. He has to buy the fake so they don't discover it's yes. the fake. But you just said that the bond switches out. He puts. He takes the real and puts the fake. up. Yes. For auction, yeah, which by which the Kamal way, Khan gets, yeah. But then doesn't he take the egg back? They put in the bug or the locator thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And later, Orloff is crushing. He that's how he finds the bug is they crush it. So that had to be the fake. No, he puts the bug in the real one. So Orloff crushes a real priceless. He puts fabric. the bug yes. in the real one. He, so throws, he crushes the real one. He throws the real egg on the ground. Okay. What a maniac. Which is a metaphor for his acting. But that's how much he's chewing the scenery. (laughs) He's breaking Fabergé eggs. It's not enough to chew. Not since uh, Davi have we seen a performance like this. Yeah, I think this Davi even that Davi. No, Davi's more smooth. And I'll say that about my very good friend who I would never say a disparaging word about ever for fear of my life. Wait. Yeah, but I see, I see, <laughs> I don't know, I see similarities in their performances. I mean, that's just me. Is and the switcheroo... It's not his mafia connections, it's his Fox News connections. Yeah, that's right. Worried about. Let's <laughs> talk about this. Is it, well, Yeah, go ahead. Mark. It's too much. He, you'd never, how does he get away? It's You're talking about the switch? The switch It's impossible. impossible. What? The guy is standing this movie is a entirely foot away from impossible. him. This is basically a docudrama. <laughs> it might as well have happened. That swap was 
I just can't imagine an auction house that full of people. Next All year, eyes are on that thing. You're going to tell me you have trouble agent. with little red spandex girls doing pole springs. I have no trouble with wall. that. No, that's that's uh, cool. I find their outfits much more you need to run a credit practical than things. the <laughs> women who are dressed like Jane in the early Tarzan pictures. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's yeah, Derek so Miller down there. Look at that. Former guest of the show. Uh, but there's like there's really. It is. It does become confusing, and I, I could see how maybe when I was a kid, I didn't care that it was confusing. Who does? No. I, you shouldn't yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Just because, yeah. Anyway, so as far as we can tell so far, the plot is someone's selling Fabergé eggs. There's a fake that's made that gets into the hands of the British Secret Service. Maybe it's that they're making the fakes so they can steal the reels. And put make the, the fakes, fakes steal the. That's reels. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what, what James saying. is saying. Make the fakes, so they're steal making the. Reels. the so the, re- the owners the don't know. Say the cheerleader. They now the have a fake. <sighs> Holy no. shit! You guys, Wait, I'm out. Until uh, let's say I own a real Faberge egg, and I go to go. sleep. Yeah, night night. Drive on a train on two, twenty kilometers. Orlov's people are going to break into my house and put a facsimile in my house, and now I don't know I've been robbed. Yep. And now he's going to sell that real egg to put. Yeah. Russian missiles, but, which is in a weird tank. because you'd think that the the people who have possession of these great jewels of Russian descent would be aware that someone is selling a copy somewhere, and they or so they think it's a copy, it. and they'd be like, well, "What's going on?" Let's talk about when they're in the art repository. Yep, how great that forced perspective is oh. in the back wall. <laughs> now that's true; it doesn't go back that far. It looks like it goes back hundreds of yards. Hundreds. It looks like it's the painting. warehouse that the that's Ark of painting. the Covenant is kept that's in. That's yep. the real. Reproduction there, the real forgery of reality, forgerizing it. <laughs> he was selling those forced perspective paintings <laughs> on the black to the west. Yeah, <laughs> lot twelve, <laughs> a distant hallway. Now, okay, Property so of a mat artist <laughs> James uh, tracks, goes to the auction. Uh, Canal has to buy it. Uh, forces the price up. Forces the price up to yep. five hundred thousand pounds. Five hundred thousand pounds, and they. Uh, he tracks this guy to Delhi, where he has to fly to. Uh, he already has a ticket booked. Doesn't need him to say, Done. go That's get right. a ticket. All his own administrative uh, work. 55 mm. minutes to, to get reimbursed it. for that ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Keep a receipt, James. Yeah. Yeah. He probably yeah. put it on the Universal Exports credit card. That's right. Uh, then he goes and meets his contact in uh, India, which uh, is a huge tennis star of the time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, your your go to for movie sidekicks. <laughs> Who's famous for tennis in this country? Well, let's get James Caan <laughs> and then Arthur Ashe for uh, <laughs> for Sam Peckinpah's. Uh, but uh, let's talk about the breaking of the fourth wall with the James Bond theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. strange. Okay, so I'm gonna play the scene. Uh, uh, James is arriving by uh, ferry. To the shore of uh, Delhi, and this is what he hears. He's in so much beige in this movie. So VJ sees James. There he goes. And Bond recognizes it. It's a charming tune. You do take English money. Only gold sovereigns. Please. I do love VJ He's very likable. Yeah. And very sympathetic when he's killed. No Where's Sadrud? Over here, waiting in the taxi. 
This was the wrong Not cover. The he really hated snakes, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, he's handling a goddamn cobra. Yeah. In You'd that hate situation, I hate You'd snakes You'd hate snakes, as well. too. Yeah. I hate things that'll generally kill me. Guys, I just want to say that this movie comes out in, what, 83? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raiders comes out in mm. 84. Four, right? No, the original Raiders comes out in eighty-two. Eighty-two. Oh, eighty-one. Temple of Doom is eighty-four. This beats Temple of Doom to many of its. Yeah, we noticed a lot of stuff. Like the lamb eye eating, the running through the jungle. (sighs) Well, that's not exactly. Do you think this is all part of that Spielberg's long uh, undying desire to direct a James Bond movie? I know. Would I would still love to see him do a Bond movie. I'm good. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't want to see him do a Bond movie now? Yeah. Even now, I mean, obviously in the heyday, it would have been amazing, but mm. but that's what Raiders was. Yeah, and it was it's basically. Yeah, yeah you got it. I I think James Bond franchise are my favorite movies, but I would put Raiders of the Lost Ark over any single James Bond film. I agree. Mm-hmm. Can we go back to this yes. flute business? Yes. Except Casino Royale. Does he? So the song, no one should know the song. Correct. No. In this film, nobody should recognize that. But here's the interesting thing. Now, this comes back to John Barry, right? This, the James Bond song, right? The James Bond theme, that little ba-da-ba-da-da-da-da, that comes from a play that... The House of Mr. Beesbaws. Yeah. Yes. Monty Norman. That yeah. Monty Norman had done. So I wonder if this is like John Barry going, hey, what if we throw Monty a bone here? And well, it's obviously little... the signal, right? It's like that's... I don't know about that. Is that too many layers? <laughs> but they would use this theme in every movie. Yeah, I know, I know. Right. But like to have it happening in Delhi... Oh, right, because it's Indian. Yeah. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Right, but is the... Imp- just so I'm, we're all on the same page, the implication is... That James Bond James has no idea who he's meeting. Right. And yeah, he but needs, he's listening for a tune. He needs the tune. He's listening for a And night. that's the tune. So he knows the tune before he ever gets there. Right. Yeah, 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 and and even says that's a that's a delightful yeah, that's generator. Too, that's but this is in line with using. Moonraker when the code to get in is the um, Close Encounters theme. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just a little fun for the audience. It's fun. I yeah. bet the audience I bet that paid this off. up. But yeah, if you think Kubrick. too hard about this, it'll it'll really infuriate you. Yeah, this is you. kind of no. blowing up this movie for me right now. Sorry, it's also no. the you know this never happened to the other fella. Right. Yeah, come on. Right, that, yeah. Exactly. Right, right, There's right, a few, right. yeah, they really break some walls. I think in terms of, of you know, things that this, this movie does that, that will make you mad, this is the least of them. For me. Uh, now, I just Tarzan. want to talk about my least favorite <laughs> yeah. my least favorite sound in a James Bond movie, any James Bond movie, is the dice in this game. Oh. oh. That is my least, for some reason it grates on my being. Like it really? goes right Let's to my it. spine. It's like the word moist. Yep. Why don't we make it interesting? Why don't we make it interesting? A double <laughs> to 100,000. Uh, Mr. Bond. <laughs> now they're playing God backgammon, yeah. which is oh, an old game not. and can be played in a casino. You win. There's really no point. Because they don't really play the game. Aren't they just betting on Basically, doubles? Yeah. I mean, this could have been just rolls of dice with yeah. no game involved at all. It's not the most glamorous. Or, I think they just run, they just out, run of out of games. Yeah, after, how many times can, after, yeah, how many times can you... Yeah. Baccarat. Do wheat bank. A sweetie. A bank. A bank. sweetie. Spend your money equity. What Louis Jordan does is basically put a vowel before each word and then put an extra one at the end. There's nothing Indian about it. Uh, Mr. Bond, 
Guys, the biggest complaint on this podcast is that there's too much talking when the clips are playing. I, think I, I can't hear the clips. that the clips are playing. That's the... Uh... No, the clips, we talked about this, and the clips are fine on their own. But if we're talking over as it's playing, I see. they get real annoyed. Matt, I want to apologize. No, no, no. You should apologize. know that, Matt. Well, James, it's been a while. welcome. <laughs> I just can't hear it, so I feel like we should be filling space. Yeah. No, here. So don't talk I now. you lucky. Shall we double? Mr. Bond. Of course. This is fine, talking in the dead space. thousand rupees. Hmm. Ah. I hate that sound. I can barely Damn. hear it. Hate it. Always a double six when you need it. Always. How do you do it? It's all in the wrist. Oh, it's hopeless. He's very charming. He is, but he, he looks like he's had some kind of early form of plastic surgery that they hadn't figured things. Not that they've figured it out now, but... Maybe they have. You wouldn't know if they had. Oh, good point. Mm. I, I think one of my favorite mo- moments in this movie is James... Switching the dice out yeah. and the no look double six oh, for him. Yeah. So that's a so baller good. move, yeah. man. That's, that's classic Bond, I tell you, man. That's good stuff. He's back. Yeah. Player's right. favorite. He never left. No. Yeah. It's your honor, sir. <laughs> Goldfinger. Uh, okay, so he goes and meets Kunal uh, at the uh, this wonderful hotel where he decides to swindle him for some money. After we haven't he sees him. talked about Kamal Khan's giant checkbook. That he's basically right. paying, also that, paying him a publisher's clearinghouse This is check. the this hand motion. I thought it would be hilarious if he was handed like a glass of water or something, and like the guy <laughs> had no idea he wanted his checkbook. But the checkbook's so big, another guy has to handle it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy somehow has the biggest interior chest pocket. Yeah, of any he would human have to. Uh, I think it's just under his arm. And uh, if he's really a, a successful cheater, there shouldn't should be a checkbook. There, there shouldn't, shouldn't be, be there shouldn't be a checkbook move. Yep, because he never needs nope. it. Right, this should be never a, pays a foreign out. move to him. It's accounts um, receivable. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> accounts any, payable. If anything, it's just a drop site for money. One of those vacuum tube yeah, things. Exactly. Listen, I don't know what I'm talking. about. I'm pulling up my notes, guys. Okay. Can we talk when you're pulling up notes, Matt? Yes, please. <laughs> oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> What do you want to talk about, James? Hey, Matt. Um, I don't think the other guys can hear us right now. Let's talk about that Tarzan yell and how this was the year of the Tarzan oh. yell. It's 1983. Return of the, the Jedi and Octopussy both have Tarzan yells. When was the Tarzan remake movie? Was that it later? Greystoke? Greystoke? No, that was earlier, I think. Okay. Maybe is 80, that what, 81. Is that what caught our imagination? I feel like Greystoke is later. Really? Yeah. Let's, I think 85 Matt, for some up, reason. I can't. My internet's dead. Oh, I'll get it. Uh, Don't worry about me. I'll but were we were this. we as Americans in the throes of like a renaissance of Tarzan? Did we just love? Well, there was this time where Tarzan. like Flash Gordon was coming back, Tarzan was coming back, Lone Ranger, and it was kind of a boom for no, the guys, serials. It's the cyclical. It's the cycle. I was just talking about this to someone else, but it's a, it's a weird cyclical thing that the people who were growing up become in charge of movie studios. So when they were kids, they're nostalgic, they're for, the nostalgic they for their thing. Yeah, they're like, "Oh shit, we should." I fucking loved Tarzan when I was a kid. Everyone's gonna love this, so they right. remake Tarzan. And then with, you know, when we were coming of age, the people in charge of the studios had loved watching television in the '60s. Yeah, so that's why you got a Brady Bunch movie, uh, a Adams Family movie, a Beverly Hillbillies movie, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why now. You're getting, patch. you're getting remakes. Well, you're getting remakes of Full House. You're getting remakes of fucking everything. Right. Where's my goddamn, 90s, 90s where's my goddamn Voltron movie? 
I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, 1984 is a legend of Greystoke, so you're. But you know, you got your Transformers. I'm sorry, yeah. you got your Transformers movies, et cetera, et cetera, and that's all happening now. So what I think we should all look for in about 10 years is the movies that were being made in the year 2000. <laughs> And that's oh, what we'll see. Man, I can't wait for Swordfish remake. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're going to pay Halle Berry extra to keep her tits away. <laughs> can't wait for talented Mr. Ripley to come back again. I'd watch that. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> but what, what, what's the deal? The Tarzan thing is more annoying to me than the James Bond theme. Well, because yes, at least the yes. James Bond theme is in a James Bond movie. Yeah, but there, it's to imply that James Bond, is his life is in danger. He's running for his life. But still, I've got some time to just do a bit. Well, his, I'll call his, attention to myself. Well, his yeah. stunt, yeah. Double, yeah. His stunt Roger, double has time to do a bit. Roger Moore's James Bond, I think, always has time for a bit. I understand until that. The, until the very end of this movie, when he is racing literally against the clock. This one is egregious, though. It's a little it is. bit too much. Plus, it's a sound effect. It's not him. It's not as bad. <laughs> if it was him. Yeah. It's not as bad as Return of the Jedi, which in this universe and galaxy, at least, it does not it, even exist. It's true. So Chewbacca. That is like, that's proof of multiple universe theory, because <laughs> yeah. if everything can and will happen, this just happens to be the Return of the Jedi story we get where he coincidentally makes a Tarzan noise well, what, he's never why is made it, before. But why is it a Tarzan noise? Maybe there's like a guy named well, Jake that, who famously swings around in that universe and makes that same that noise. That exists too. But we just happen to see the one. We're in the universe where Chewbacca coincidentally does a Tarzan yell. Yeah. He doesn't know it's a Tarzan yell. He can't. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. He just, that's, that's what he's letting out. It sounds to us in this galaxy... Unless, unless this, I guess it does exist in our universe a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So this happened a long time ago. Before Tarzan. someone brought, like a radio broadcaster was recording the Battle of Endor. Yeah, of course. And it took that for the long chorus on news for that radio wave to get to our solar system. And that's how Lucas was able to tell the story because he caught the radio feed. But the only thing he caught was a Tarzan yell. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Or the, no, someone caught it and then invented Tarzan off of that. They just turned on their yeah, radio yeah, one no, day the and they heard. Well, yep, it, yep, yep. That's what they picked. Type, he was type, probably type. he was probably a radio op in World War One. Yeah, probably in France. Uh huh. And he got that signal from the and he was in the trenches with Johnny Weissmuller. And yeah. He's like, you'll never believe the idea I've got. He goes, give it to me. I'll do it. Yes. I do love that yep. the Johnny Weissmuller animatronic Tarzan is still at the Great Movie Ride in Disney's MGM Studios. Well, oh, Disney Studios now. Hmm. Nope, Disney's Hollywood Studios now. They've renamed it. Ah, that's mm. an awesome Raiders of the Lost Ark stunt show there. God, I love a stunt spectacular. <laughs> there is a fantastic stunt spectacular. Uh, I've seen it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Take your kids. They still got the guy it's in like, the, the bright pink shirt. Is that the same show? The audience plant? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, always yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. All the, the way, every stunt the show. You got to have an audience plant, you got to have a guy that comes out and goes, cut, I'm the stage manager. Now in an actual action <laughs> spectacular. God, I wish someone would just give us money to make a James Bond stunt you, spectacular. We talked about that. We talked that about how there almost was one. There was one, one right? Oh, there was almost. going to be one at Universal Studios. Who designed Studios. it? Was it Ralph McQuarrie? Who did? Yeah. Oh, the best. That would have been... It'd still be running. It would have yeah, been it would an all-time high. It would absolutely still be running. <laughs> yeah. It would have been an all-time high. Oh, all I wanted was a They hadn't changed the soundtrack. That's the song they were oh, using. Oh, because it would have been mm. around that time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Make it happen. 
This episode brought to you by Universal Orlando's Islands of Adventure. <laughs> Wish we had a sponsor. Uh, all right, guys, let's move along in the tale of Octopussy. Uh, there's a uh, car chase. Oh, this tuck 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 chase. Tuck tuck chase, yeah. Uh, that every sight gag you could ever think of to happen in India happens. Mm. Every, yeah, every lowest common denominator racially related yep. sight gag. But they're yeah. all concentrated in that sound stage. Yep, yeah. they're all concentrated in the sound stage. That- with maybe the exception, I mean, I, I took issue with the, the guy stabbing him in the heart and the stack of money. Uh, stopping the blade, why, or, or why is, did you take issue with? Well, that? then that's what would for, happen. He he reaches in the pocket and sees that it's like, oh, this money saved my life, and then just throws it as yeah. if it couldn't stop a second blade into the pan of a legitimate pan handler. Yeah, I appreciate him trying to help help a brother out. You know? I love that he he takes he takes the other guy's money, like give me your money, and throws it, and it saves their life. But probably but I, one one wad would have done that, and yeah. those guys are probably like, hey. Like we work for peanuts, sorry. Right. Yeah, man. Why you got to make it rain <laughs> with my stack? Let's when also, you gave me that money, I, I was literally going to get my family. Let's out listen of here. to the to the struggle inside the uh, tuk tuk, where you're hearing the actual sound of a tennis, tennis. racket hitting a tennis ball. <laughs> Everyone, shut the fuck. And the up. crowd is looking back and forth. Yeah. That was so loud. <laughs> I never noticed. I never noticed the tennis ball. Sound. You saw the crowd though. Yeah. I love how the James Bond theme really cranks up as he gets stabbed in the heart. Yeah. We I apologize to the listeners was... for that loud sound. He really gets him too. That stack of money's not stopping that knife. That's a huge. I don't know. Weapon. It could be like that prune in Problem Child too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> James, you know the reference? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> but I don't question because yeah. Yeah. you're uh, very specific. Th- so, yeah. Uh, there's, so there's... Okay. Let's run through the things that we see. Uh, bed of nails. Hot coals. Hot coals. Sword swallowing. Fire stick. handling. Fire stick that is obviously done by a man in brown face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, peacock dick. Peacock right. dick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's 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 the. And, is, there a, uh, are there a, is there a sacred cow? There is no sacred cow, is but there, there is a camel. Yeah. that uh, functions as a ramp for this tiny car to drive off, and uh, also uh, all the people uh, desperate for money. Yeah. So I think that just about covered it all. Covered it covered all. Matt was the one while we were watching, and Matt said, "And now we're inside." <laughs> it's a very clear like we're in the street shooting on location, and now, oh no, now we're inside. Yeah. I love when they drive through the poster, though. That's that's classic. That is fun. cool. Oh, that's like in From Russia with Love. Yeah. yeah. This right here, he takes that money out, and then he just throws... <laughs> it saved your life, dude. Keep it. <laughs> uh, then he loses the tennis racket, but takes a tennis racket with him when he gets out of the... Uh, he's got a bunch. Because he's always got a tennis racket. What is? Explain this VJ casting to me. I think he, he was big at the time, probably especially in England. He, Explain it to me. And he was club the, goer. Well, my conversation with VJ <laughs> brought this. He was the most famous guy in India at the time. Mm-hmm. You're going to India. 
Yeah. You look that up and you yep. go, who's the most famous guy here? It's VJ. That's what they did. They looked it up. <laughs> I'm it sure Covey Broccoli was well, like, give me a list of yeah. famous you know, people. Who's famous who book? in India? Yeah. Oh, I've heard of him. No, yeah. Because so, he used to do commercials and stuff too, right? Yeah. VJ? I think yeah. so. He was big. Look at that screen you froze. <laughs> Look at Roger Moore behind him. Uh, have you seen him play tennis lately? Still got it? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good. I, yeah. Do you think he still he got it? Beat. He just did a clinic, uh, like basically an evening with VJ. You can eat dinner and Did just you go to that? How much was it? I didn't go. What it was, was 20, the bucks. 20 bucks. 20 well, bucks. No, seem I nice? want to know the actual ticket price for this. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Was it literally $20? Yeah. Literally good for $20. Him. I saw the flyer. He seems like a nice fella, is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Seems very nice, approachable. Oh, I think I was watching him play once with another fella, and he, they, they were kind of apologizing to me because I was watching. They were kind of like, "Oh, sorry, this isn't that great." Like, like that they weren't oh, performing probably, yeah. up to up to par. Was it Andre was, Agassi? Was that the other guy? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> but to me, they were playing amazingly. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, how old is he now? Two hundred. I, I bet he looks pretty. Probably good. in his nineties. He looks pretty good. Yeah, you, you get him on. I was there too for me. I would like to, you know, I had to, oh, I had to go by mean. the club before coming here, and yeah. I was just hoping that I would run into oh, him man. and say, you know, I'm just about to go to the James Bonding podcast. <laughs> would you like to come along, ride in my tuk tuk over there? <laughs> <laughs> tuk tuk sounds like a James Bond. It's henchman. a company car. It does tuk-tuk. sound like a henchman, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, we haven't even talked about Octopussy yet because she hasn't entered the film. Yeah, we're really but far I'm just from her. Saying how long we are taking. <laughs> Oh, we're doing a. Well, yeah, this is a this is a longer one from us. But you know what? We're having a good time. It's been a while. Let's take ourselves gonna back love it. to that. They're going to love it. With They're going to love it. It's the there. octopus cult. Is that correct? That her father that started. That her father started. Yeah. Uh, we have to play. We have to play the cue scene. I think for. Is this the most agitated cue ever? Gets he's pretty mad. This is let's uh. Yeah, I, I, I got a... What's the... Moment's notice. No proper facilities. Yes, well, you wouldn't have a smaller piece of thread than that, would you? Curious, somebody seems to have stuck a knife in my wallet. Oh, they missed you. What a pity. Jeez, Karen, wants him dead. I want you to see to that, will you? I have uh, also mislaid my PPK. Anything else? Oh, that's okay. Now he is pressing a button on a uh, rope climbing. Like little, a smiling. little rope stiffener. Having problems keeping it up, Q? Experimental. So we never see that again. No, And you also never see this door. Death door. Matt, you're reading. (laughs) Smashing, Q. Come along. I've got a few things for you. Very nice, Smithers. Thank you. Is the homing device ready yet, Q? Not only a homing device... But an extremely delicate microphone as well. Goes in there like that. And that was the last now. day his hands were that steady. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, not bruised. Uh, <laughs> or the nails weren't six inches long. Um, <laughs> we, we skipped completely over uh, Miss Smallbone. Yeah, that's mm. an unfortunate conversation they have with Money Penny, where it's like, ah, we're all acknowledging you're too old for us. So we've brought in this younger person, and let's have a joke about the fact that you're old, but it doesn't it, it doesn't work. It's like she's setting him up to deny it. So she's going like, oh, you just like her because she's everything that I used to be. Yes. And it's a perfect opportunity to say yeah. like, no, that's ridiculous. 
But he obviously just confirms that fact. Yeah, and, For, and you can feel her uncomfortableness in delivering yeah. these lines. I feel like this is the first time where she's going, what, "What's happening here? Like, I, I've you've had me on this long? I think because they they're thinking for sure Roger Moore's not back next time, so they right. they right. think she's probably done as well." For the layman, this this is a long time money penny. The only money penny from Doctor No. Wow. Okay, I figured as much, but I just yeah. I was like, well, that's that for someone who doesn't have the context of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, in fact, what even a, Q, what a nasty thing to do. Q was only in in the second movie. She was there from the beginning, although okay. she's not in Live and Let Die first. So no, Q's not in Live and Let Die. She's in every every yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, up through so, video kill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she just died recently. If it were up to me, you keep oh, her going Lois. until she, yeah, until she can't go. Lois no Maxwell, also a fantastic secretary name, right? You know, Canadian. Yeah. Uh, so this scene, we're going through the gadgets that Bond's going to need for his adventure. Uh, one of them is a tiny microphone. Another one is an uh, acid shooting pen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he gets a acid drizzling acid pen. drizzling pen Drooling. that works great on bars. <laughs> the uh, bars that already bars that are this, already bent. They're bendy bars. They're already <laughs> bent when he applies the acid. Well, he bends it in the middle, is what you pointed out. Yeah, that, that like, well, if you can bend it in the middle already, you don't even need to disconnect him. You can just no. Superman them. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, and he gets his uh, liquid crystal display Seiko watch. The Seiko Sports 100. Yeah, here we go. I love it. Everyone's dropping a model number except you, Gorley. Yeah, well, I don't do time. <laughs> I wrote it down. Now, now this, this scene would normally come in the beginning. Why do you think they put it here? Well, that's that's a the beginning oh, they cue scene is they? is a Goldfinger. They, they started yeah they started spreading them out like in Moonraker. It's well into like oh. the third act even that you get this. Yeah. Oh, okay, even, I guess I'm even wrong. Um, you only live twice. He shows up in the field to bring little Natalie Dean. <laughs> that's a plug for Super Ego Forgotten Classics on the <laughs> Howl Network. Thank you, man. A little cross network podcast pollination. <laughs> okay, so then forget what I just said. No, I loved it. <laughs> I will not have you come into Take our podcast and tell us how Take a pound and the top and a highly concentrated mixture of nitric and hydrochloric acid dissolves all metal. Look how see-through Wait, he just said dissolves all metal and he put it in a little <laughs> metal bowl. It, it dissolves the metal it, bowl. I guess. Pay attention to But what about seven. the pen? Now, pull the top off the pen. It's glass now, With this yeah. ultra-sensitive earpiece, you can listen in on the bug. The homing oh device is compatible with I the standard issue radio I mean, directional. Those are some great garbos right there. Maybe he's a finger-style guitar player. <laughs> Let's hope he's one. Finger-style. star. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, please I'm welcome Finger-style. to my point. Every day this happens where words just make a time place with me. Go into the war and come out different. Major time. Oh, that's amazing, Q. It does work. Hmm. What's that? Also, oh, look at the, the timeline on how TV. much film we have still left. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is a TV. Very handy. His shirt might as well be a negligee. Yeah, that's a the light that's, shirt. India translucent. Hot, yeah. Yeah. He's dressed appropriately. It's just a cheesecloth, tailored cheesecloth. <laughs> With French cuffs. Yeah. Mm. Perfect image, Q. Look, I haven't time for these adolescent antics. Ah. It's the best we can do, Commander. That's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, go on. Get along. I've got my work to do. 
I'll give you a hand, Q. Thank you. Don't forget this. Thank you, Virginia. You know they didn't teach you any of these bad habits. I love how that woman just sits there yeah. as still as possible. And takes it. And just... I got to get her for I Was There, too. Oh, my God. And just for a segment called I Was There, Boobs. too. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you can get the Seiko Sports uh, Chronograph Watch uh, Model A904, 509A on eBay right now for $90. What? That's, that one he's wearing? That's Let me entry. see the picture of that. I might pick that up. But it it doesn't have the. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a new phone right now at the Apple Store. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm weak. I almost faint for sucker. I haven't had any food. Uh, well, where are the uh, where's the little television in the boobs? Doesn't that doesn't, it doesn't have that? That's, that's a different watch, off. actually. And in, in seeing bucks. that clip, that's a different watch. The oh. homing the homing device is on one watch, and oh. the other watch is on like a mannequin arm. Mm. Okay, it was oh, the ah, I see. the G seven five seven five zero two zero Seiko Sports one hundred. I'm gonna look that one up for you. Just right. to, well, uh, now we're gonna go to this dinner scene, right? And it's at a cross between the Grand Budapest Hotel and a White Snake video. <laughs> I watched a Corey Feldman music video today that was all one take, take shot in his real home. Oh, <laughs> incredible! Check it out. It's called Oh Angel. Uh, it's called Ascension Millennium. Yes, and it's he's just trying to be Michael Jackson the whole time. It's, it's where he's playing the keyboard. He's playing like the little sampler in his living room. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Is this? He wakes up in bed with a hot model. Oh, it this follows, is Corey Feldman. Yeah. Sorry, not it Corey Haim. Follows Hame. her getting dressed, and then this is all one take. And then it goes, and he's in the shower, and he's in the shower. They show him no water coming down, and he's just scrubbing his hair, and he gets out. And doesn't towel off because there's never any water. Okay, the I exact the exact model is going to run you seven fifty. Oh yeah, that's a good for looking the Seiko. watch. That's a good looking timepiece. Rare collectible watch. I love that people are going to pay that because it's just because it was in the James Bond. You think that's why? But it's, a similar, yeah, a similar watch like not this model will cost you ninety bucks. How long do you think those digital ones will work though? Probably twenty minutes. Not when the EMP comes. Mm, you, uh, yeah, if you like right. that Corey Feldman business, I did. did you read that Vice article where he said he had to have final say over the edit of the article, but he didn't say anything about pictures? And so this guy published a. The, he like spent a night at. He was invited to a Corey Feldman party. It's great. It's a great article because oh, it's I'll all. It, he approved all the text, but he didn't have approval over the photos, and so the photos tell a very different story <laughs> of the night. Ah, I got it. It's pretty great. Oh, he's great. Uh, little Tommy from Revenge of the Jason, Part Four, the final guy. Is this is this uh, <laughs> is this subtly a uh, this I need refilling in my brain? No, the in this in this dinner scene with uh, the the nice lady Magda. Yeah, he says yes, I need refilling. She says I need refilling, and he kind of gives a little cheeky look. <laughs> no, no, that's that's octopus. He says that doesn't she? No, I think it's is it Magda. I, I think it's here. Maybe. There's two refilling jokes in the movie. Fill her up. Oh, that's right. And refill me. This may be the first episode where we have to do a two-parter. Because <laughs> how, how, Aristotle, how long have we been going? Jesus, like I, I have this. to change meter. We're, we we're only put... 41 minutes into the sh- movie that is two hours and 10 minutes long. Oh, no, we'll hit 9 p.m. I'll be able to grandfather that shit into that meter. This could work as a, a I got a meter myself. real time. My meter's already fucking expired. Are you going to get a ticket? Yeah, it's probably already ticketed. Matt, you can't do that. It's probably already ticketed. Go check. All right. Time for me to hijack this podcast. What happens now, Matt? It's time for yeah. squibs or die. <laughs> okay. Or both. 
This could be a real-time commentary for the film. He yeah. never came back. <laughs> he may never come back. All right, listeners, All right. I hope you're in this to win this because we're going long, we're going hard. Let's James, do this. Mark? Yeah. Bond. Aristotle, if you guys could only let me pick one James Bond... If we could let you, if we could only let you yeah. pick one James Bond, so would we? What am I most hungry for right now? Cookies. You better believe it. Cookies. Oh, I was going to say a burrito. I was going to say like a, a bean and cheese burrito. Hidden in the middle of a bean and cheese burrito, which means you eat the most of your dinner and then you get a dessert, but it's all there and you don't. A, you don't even know it, but when you do know it, you're like, I was going to do that anyway. Are you? Are those your? Those foods are your jams? They're they're all I know and love. Uh, okay. How do you not weigh four hundred pounds? Uh... I'll tell you why. Because he doesn't eat the entire thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. He eats like half of it. Not, well, w- not when it comes to cookies. That's true. He eats the whole but cookie. The thing is, most days I don't eat full, like I'll skip a meal or something because I get engrossed in work or whatever. Like I'm, Or watching four James Bond movies in a row. It used to be like that. These days, though, not so much. Matt, did you get one? Yeah. How much is it? Probably 63, I'm guessing. That's cheaper than like a residential 63. neighborhood. That's like that's good for a parking ticket in this town. Congrats. Well, I feel good about it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Like just street sweeping. I'll just do neighborhood. what I do every year and pay a massive registration fee for all my unpaid tickets. You don't pay your tickets? No. You say it like, no, I'm brilliant. But that's no. a, that's a, you're losing a lot of money there. No shit. It's yeah, a horrible, horrible habit of mine. I pay them right when I get them. Sometimes I pay in advance. Whoa. I just sure put before you get bu- the ticket. I put 70 bucks on my windshield. You have an escrow account for your... That's right. I uh, park for when I park a... I take guitar lessons in Westwood, and I park always end up parking right in front of the L.A. parking office. Well, don't do it. That little Austrian guy from Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Yeah. He comes up with an electronic steel briefcase and says, Ah, oh, he has your money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through this movie. <laughs> All right. He does meet a lady Magda. with eight arms. The end. Uh, yeah, so, James, I'm so, so confused on the plot right now. Wh- where is James Bond Are right we now? still trying to figure this out? Doesn't matter. He's in India He's having dinner tennis. with Magda. Yeah. And then, because he, he's like, oh, you were at that auction. And Isn't his whole mission to trace where these eggs are coming from mm. or going? And, yeah. and he sees her at the auction, but he doesn't see... What is this, chicken run? What's his nuts? Kamal Khan. Kamal Khan. He does, so he, or is Kamal Khan at the auction? He's there. So they yeah. he, he, he and Magda are there. Yeah. So he, why does Khan let him cuz that's the go out to dinner Bond with his girl. Gentlemanly thing to do. Oh, he sends her to get information. Oh, yes. that's right. So yeah. she's getting I can't believe I'm contributing in a constructive way. <laughs> I'm about at my breaking point. Just pump her for information. You know how much Gatorade I've had to do. She right, but the, they don't she mind. She does that stripper silk exit too. Yes. After Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She really did that stunt. Cirque du Soleil later on. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil lame later on. Cirque du Soleil later. I'm just a Swedish lady with a love for spinning out of places. So they have a dinner to talk about how big her forehead is. <laughs> no, Matt, you can't be mean. No, that's what they do. She is weirdly beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Both of those things. It's for my scrapbook. I collect scrapbooks. memories. Well, let's get on with uh, making a few. Mm. Did she wink? Was that a wink? Mm, that was a tick. Oh, but this score, the that score. song the turned score. into the score. Forget it. Now, you're 
you're in a, <laughs> you're in a little sea cabin, but not a cabin by the sea, one that floats in the sea, mm-hmm. and it bobs up and down. And it's got lanterns. Got three, yeah, lanterns, 360 windows, so all you see are fish pervs looking at you. Is this where she says, I need refilling? Let's I need refilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you can't beat Roger Moore yeah. on notes. He really does give a little cheeky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look how tan he is. Get some more. This is the point in the film that I said he looks a lot like Jorah Mormont from yeah, Game he, of Thrones. A mm. ton. And especially when he goes out on the ledge right after this scene, yeah. he looks like Daenerys's right-hand man. That's true. That's he a looks, lot. He looks good. If any of us look that good at his 55, age. 55. God bless us. us. Yeah. Each and every one of us. Yeah. But look uh, at his skin. He looks like a like the, the round end of a baguette. It's just like half. Well, if it's a true baguette, it's going to be a pointy end. Oh. So. Really? What's a roundy end one called? It's like a bullshit American baguette. Bread. It's called bread. Baguettes are pointy at the end because they have a last twist at the end on both sides. I'll let myself out. Guys, I just watched watched this past weekend's America's Test Kitchen where they tried to recreate the closest thing they could to a French baguette. And that's where I learned that information. As opposed to what <laughs> other kind of baguette? You know, bullshit white bread baguette. It's, uh, you know? Right. You want to have the right amount of air bubbles in there, okay? You want small, you want big. You want a bunch of different air bubbles, mm. and you want a crust on the outside. How do you get the crust? Well, it's a very difficult process. But oh. if you've got eight hours, you've got some baguettes. We've got eight hours for this let's, episode. Let's start it right now. <laughs> Making good time. All right. So uh, she steals the egg and then uh, runs out the window and falls down uh, in a gymnast way. You know. <laughs> and she's holding it behind her back yeah. before a gigantic full-length mirror. Yep. Yeah, that's oh, fantastic, yeah. Yep. too. Yeah. Which is uh, not great spy work. Not great spy work. You think he wants her to have it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the homing beacon in it. Right. It's got the beacon in it. Yes. So she thinks she's being all cool, but he's like, I'm James Bond. I got what I wanted and what I wanted. Yep. Mm-hmm. And clothes. sex. Those are good. And Kamal Khan has no problem with that. Whoop. Oh. Stripper silk. I don't think she's banging Kamal Khan. I think she's just there as Octopussy's right hand lady. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Also, this car pulling up right when she's dropping down. Pretty convenient. But he had a silk blanket just waiting for her. Well, he was ready. It was all planned. If there is one rule to take away, always have a silk blanket in your car. He may be a villain, but he's also a gentleman. That's true. A lot of shots on that guy's eyes. They're good-looking eyes. You're talking about his henchman. You're talking about Blunderbuss? Blunder, yeah, I'll call yeah. him Blunderbuss because he loads a double-barrel Blunderbuss, and that's what he tries to shoot James Bond. Yeah, mm-hmm. why not? Some un- that doesn't exist, right? Friend, a, a Blunderbuss is actually uh, Scandinavian because it's a pointy end. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take to make one? Did you watch yeah, Test Munitions the other I day? Did. America's I Test watched, Munitions? Yeah. I'd watch that show. Are you Gun kidding me? Stars. Gun Stars? Squib Stars. Oh, what if there was? I'd host that show, and every time I'd do it a different way. It's me, at a toll booth, Godfather style. Squib, Uh-oh, squib, squib. Ed 209? Here we go. Oh, no. That Let me tell you, you, take a lot of hit, squib work. You, want a, you want a deep cut squib movie? Yeah. Extreme Prejudice with Nick Nolte. They're wearing these tight-ass polo shirts, and... I think they give them false chests because they're all super buff. That's how they hide the squibs because they're smooth as can be. They embed like, them in the... Yeah. 
you don't look chest. at them and go, there's no squibs in there. You look at them and go, how are they that buff? But they've got these fake chests on it. So it's like those... Uh, well, there's one other option. What? They really shoot them. Oh, that's what happened to Nick Nolte. He got nerve damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the woman that looks kind of like Barbara Bach takes the egg back to Octopussy. And this is our first encounter with Mod Adams, oh, a.k.a. Octopussy. Oh. Now, James and I met Mod Adams a couple years ago. We sure did. We took a photo. You can check that out on Instagram.com. That's right. It's the front page of Instagram. It's, there was, we both reenacted, really, the man with the golden gun shot, whereas both of us, one at a time, in between Britt Eklund and Mod Adams. <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. If you will recall, they were standing by themselves at this yeah. function. And I was kind of like, Matt, let's just go talk to them. Do you remember that? And I vomited. <laughs> <laughs> and we just walked up and started yeah. talking to them. They seemed to be thankful that people yeah. were talking well, to them. Well, Britt Eklund I don't just think... wanted someone to boss around. Yeah. I think Maude Adams didn't want to talk to Britt Eklund anymore. She, she was, was thankful. So demure and so classy. So classy. Man. And, Who's this, and, Maude? Yeah. Maude. She's everything you want. She's everything she is in this movie. She's one of the best Bond girls, I'll say. And she she was naturally still very beautiful. Obviously, has not been getting plastic surgery or anything mm. like that. But she still looked beautiful. Britt Eklund was just hanging on with everything she could. And, yeah, exactly, telling us exactly, like, no, it's got to be in landscape mode. No, you don't do that. Yeah, I mean, it no was, flash. You can't No have flash. flash. Yeah. It was, and then I think there was a look from Maude going, like, I'm sorry, guys. Do you want to hang guys. out later? Specifically you, the yeah. shorter one. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? I vomited again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's listen to the scene where uh, we first hear Octopus. We just hear her. I think you went home with Bill Conti that night. <laughs> we did ride down in the elevator with, with them, Bill Conti. And we just crammed ourselves to the other side and stared at him. That's right. Where was this? He was with his family. It was, it was the celebration of the music James Bond and Vic Flick played the original acoustic guitar yeah. and he played the Bond theme on it. That's it was right. incredible. And was Bill amazing. Conti did a Q&A. Uh, that was weird because like, that was such an oddity of a Bond score, mm-hmm. but still, you know. That big Over that you're made in a serious mistake. <laughs> oh, sorry. I... It's one very buxom blonde on the right. Yeah. That does a full turn, full 360 turn. Yeah. I like that she lives in Dorn. <laughs> we all know you mean Michael Dorn's home, the man who played Worf. <laughs> Getting back to Magnus Forehead. They've imported a lot of blonde women. 12-year-old me right now would have been like, I hope they're taking them where I think they're taking them. <laughs> to an arcade. Nudie town. He's just gonna very, play. It's a very wet-sounding... Just like there's like you just hear the water trickling like entire time. I like that you don't see Octopussy's face. It's got a Blofeld feel to it yeah. at first. She gets a Bond style reveal almost. Yeah. yeah, she does. The egg has been recovered. I think I have a theory that Cubby Broccoli was maybe I'm not like, pleased it was loved her or like really, really Nor that the thief respected her or something. Maybe maybe it was just what you were talking about earlier. How she was very sweet, demure. And was wonderful to be around. Who you ever think about her. that? I do think about that. Maybe he's like, you're a pleasure to work with. Yeah. yeah. Who do I want to be around yeah. for a few months? I want to yeah. be around Mod. Yeah, we killed you a couple films ago, but we're going to put but you we're back sorry. in. Because we're sorry. I made a terrible mistake. Such a I'm going to make some spaghetti for everyone. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. We'll get you a silk robe that was airbrushed at a county fair. <laughs> I could go for some spaghetti right now. Mm-hmm. It's got three-fifths of Twisted Sister on it. This robe does look like it was made at an airbrush booth. He's obviously an adventurer. Speaking of that, when Possibly. Bond draws the picture of the octopus <laughs> in his notepad, it's in full color. Yeah. <laughs> Very detailed. It's crazy. You don't think he just ran to the cash and carry and grabbed a set of colored pencils? Even so, he's a talented motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He does everything well. Yeah, that's true. He flies a little jet that would kill most experienced 30-year pilots. You're right. You're right. We've got an hour and 20 minutes. We can laugh at that now. Timeline. Right? <laughs> Enough time has passed. In three, four weeks, guys. I have him as my guest at the Monsoon Palace, and he will tell us all he knows very quickly. Who is he? Englishman. Likes eggs, preferably Fabergé, and dice, preferably loaded. His name is James Bond. Bring him here. He's dangerous. After he's talked, we must get rid of him immediately. No. A no from you has little chance of becoming a yes. I assume, therefore, that the meeting is over, but you're making a serious mistake. Now leave. I have to brown sugar my octopus. Uh, yeah, so that's our introduction to Octopussy. No face is seen, just a very, you know, you think he's in charge, you think Khan's in charge of everything, and then you find, oh no, a no from you. There's a very little chance of becoming a yes. Is at least in the beginning of this film, is this our first female lead villain? Because you've got Rosa Klebb, you've got, I think so. But then she doesn't, Mm -hmm. obviously doesn't become the villain, but still... Uh, so then obviously there's got to be a dinner where Bond sits oh, down to dinner with the villain. monkey brain. <laughs> and, uh, we have a goat head, which I gotta tell you was not... Stuffed sheep's head. Sheep's head, sorry. Doesn't, it doesn't, I could eat around that. I could eat all You know of what it. I mean? Yeah. I feel like, you see that, you're like, well, is it on a bed of falafel? It's it a bed like on a rice. bed of falafel and some rice. Yeah. My first nice job was rice. as a box boy at Ralph's, and every like so often on a Sunday night, you'd have to go clean the meat room, and I found a skinned uh, sheep's head, and so we took it out and put it in the service deli, like the deli out in the store, <laughs> and just like featured it on a platter, and his eyes were fully, it looked like this. Well, this is a callback to Moonraker, right, because there was Holly Goathead. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's why we've been doing this podcast. We're waiting for that line, and yeah. Uh, yeah, good we, night. We we're all done. held out for that line. We're all done. Yeah. All right, let's 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 turbo through this, baby. I apologize, guys. I love it when we kick it into high gear. Yeah. We go from a uh, prop plane to a jet plane, guys. Tarzan, yo. All right. So, James is at the palace. He puts his microphone thing on. He tracks him. He goes down to the room. Then we see the Russian general. He's like, what's something's going on here? The yep. game is afoot. There's a Russian general. I did not expect this. Let's find out what's happening. So he goes, pulls out the pen, puts the ear part of the pen in, listens to it, which is totally fine, unless someone's using a hairdryer 45 floors above us. <laughs> in a castle with thick, thick walls. <laughs> uh, then he has to get close to the wall. So he hears a little bit of the plan. He hears that there are duplicates being made. So that the real ones can be sold, potentially, not really. is That's not what you hear. That's just what we're inferring is happening. 
and uh, James has to make an escape from this palace. Uh, and uh, he does so with a take on everyone's favorite short story, The Most Dangerous Game, mm-hmm. uh, where he is being hunted. Mm-hmm. Mm. But and he does the dead guy in a sack escape. Does the right? dead guy the Monte in a, Cristo yeah. escape? He gets out. Yes, the oh. Monte Cristo escape. Uh, and he does a, a noise that is clearly ADR'd by some other human. <laughs> that is not Roger Moore for sure. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Shall we? Uh, I, I like saying it like I can pull that up immediately. Um, yeah, he gets out of there in a body away. bag, and he is then chased through. And this is where we find out that James Bond has an amazing power over animals. He can mm-hmm. tell a snake to go away. He can, by saying hiss off. And he can <coughs> tame the deadliest of tigers by telling it to sit down. Sit down. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do want to hear him say that. Oh, here we go. We're past it, I think. You missed the body bag. Tarantulas. Sorry. I missed the body bag. He's got some good cold acting in his freezer. You know how Indian palaces all have freezers. <laughs> I guess they do. Poorly electrically lined ones do. Has escaped. He won't go very far. What is he? I would love to know what he's reading. And he's got a picture of himself behind him. And he has a tuxedo on. Yeah, that's great. We shouldn't talk over this. You can talk over this. Nothing's happening. No one's saying anything. Just kidding. Guys, this is to let you know that we're on Disney's Jungle Cruise. (laughs) I'm a little curious what all of these people are doing. I think this is he mobilizes a fleet to go hunt. Yeah. Yeah. They're low in the cast system. Here it comes. We promise. That, that was, was him. <laughs> that was not Roger Moore. We could, we could do a... He they drove the Jeep 20 We could feet. do a This American Life story about like an open air market. At the market. You hear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. There's no way that's Roger Moore. No. There's no way in hell. The tearaway bag. Some good ground squibs. Good. Let the sport commence. There's something that really skews me out about him, about Louis Jordan. I think it's from watching Swamp Thing a bunch when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think he's... I love him in this role. He's good. Yeah. yeah I mean, it works. Everything. <laughs> I take yes. a breath of people. I say I am going to commence. When Bond you. escapes and gets on that boat. Yes. Spot Michael Wilson. Where is he? He's on the boat. Ah. Where Perhaps is I will. Uh, Michael Wilson? <laughs> Beyond the boat as well? I want to suck your blood. <laughs> blood. Perhaps I shall play another cliff. <laughs> you and Magda have met. <laughs> oh, I missed the tiger. Yeah, a lot of animals here. Even some on rails. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If you watch 
I think it's the document. How else that, would you expect them to move on command? That tiger was just a stuffed tiger in some prince's palace. I don't know. I get, get your facts elsewhere. Well, that's a real tiger. Yeah. That yeah, tiger. he is a real tiger. Oh, looks like I didn't miss it. James, you want to say your spider fact? Sure. Yeah, tarantulas are not web-spinning uh, spiders. They're ground-dwelling spiders who would not Listen, spin Bob. He's got Love radioactive. That's a, that's a tarantula it. 517. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. So we just gotta, do a count of the people. Like, there's a lot of people chasing them, right? <gasps> oh, yes. yes. Those are all my... Here elders. we go. Uh, assume the tiger would come out. There it is. All right, here, listen to James Bond telling it. He raises his finger to the yeah. sky and says, Sit. Yeah, that would be ra- get up. Uh, maybe. I can justify that because... Oh, please. That tiger is brought in from Octopussy Circus. Oh. oh. And it is a trained tiger, oh. which will respond to hand signals. Oh, especially you should, sit, you uh, should write like op-ed conspiracy movie articles for online magazines. Do. I love I've those. I've been trying to get you to read them. <laughs> fucking, did you know Yoda was really Ben Kenobi who had aged a bunch in a wrinkle wagon? What are you saying? Well, that's what I wrote, and if you follow that timeline, you got a lot but of... But how's that even possible? Well, come over to my house, and I'll finally have someone over there. But what about the two ghosts at the end of the third picture? Because yeah, they're all there. A ghost is And most. how could he be there in, in older form, and then tiny, and then he's oh, also big size? Step in my shower. Okay. <laughs> I'll wash my hair with no water. <laughs> step in my shower. Uh, I'm Corey Feldman, eyes. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's be serious. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. So let's continue. Uh, James Bond outruns some stuff. Okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That is a really, really impressive yeah, drawing it looks like, of an like octopus. It has gold inlay. <laughs> it also seems like here, too, he's he knows he's too old to have his shirt off. Yeah. And so he's getting a towel rubbed down. Are you kidding me, though? Look at uh, Kamal Khan's henchman is a good-looking man. Look at that guy. Yeah, I mean, he's sultry. Oh. Blunderbuss? He looks good. I'd give up my looks to look like that guy. Produces a venom that's invariably fatal in seconds. The barge on the lake had that sign. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is the most accurate drawing of anything I've ever seen in my life. That's true. <laughs> it's basically a Norman Rockwell. I've never uh, seen anything more photorealistic than what, James Bond's notebook. Look at what VJ's wearing. Uh, Powder blue yes. and yellow terry cloth. That is Powder that's blue nice. terry cloth. He's basically wearing a tennis outfit. He probably he, just came from the court. He brought his own wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, I do love him in this movie, and I think he's a great... I just oh, don't like how I don't like how every every almost all the field guys you get to know that are they're doomed. They're doomed. Yeah, they're all would, doomed. Who, it, what's the modern except day for corollary? Fucking, uh, except for Wade. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Joe Don know. Baker. Yeah. He he lives. Yeah, both. Well, who would play the VJ type in today's world? Like what sports person? <laughs> well, LeBron is James. Sweet. He was so great in Trainwreck. I just can't imagine anyone <laughs> else performing like that. It's got to <laughs> be someone with a sweet disposition that's well known. Charles Barkley, Roger Federer. Oh wait, so that. it has to be. Why did I well, I was staying with that because he's got a sweet disposition, as far as I can tell. Uh, Let's go to Matt with the sports question. <laughs> Do, why do you play? Why would? Why does anybody do it? You know, he, you know, who'd be great is uh, uh, 
Pedro Martinez. Oh, I'd love that. Mm. Guys, Pedro is great. He was he's so terrific. good. He's yeah. terrific. Baseball? Baseball. Yep. Yep. Spanish baseball. Nope. The best. He's Dominican. Funny guy. Spanish baseball. Guys, let's do now a podcast called uh, Pedro Martining. Martinezing. Oh, we just make martinis and talk about Pedro Martini? <laughs> Why have we not Pedro done Pedro Martinizing. That? I don't know. Why have we not made martinis on this program and then tried to do a podcast? We better hurry because i got to get to my 10 podcasts quota pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so James gets the download on Octopussy, what's going on over there. So he Love his vest. Look at that suede vest. He gets over there and he goes That's and nice. talks to Mod Adams. Finally meets her. And he's like, hey, you're Octopussy. I'm James Bond. Yeah, my dad. He did some stuff with octopuses, so now I take, I do it. Look at her hair. Look at her cheekbones. Cheekbones. Great, it might yeah. as well be her forehead. They're so high. It's kind of a shame that he held off showing them in that first scene. Guys, yeah. that's Pros- her money maker. Prosthetic yeah. or real injured man? Prosthetic. Great. He agrees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's latex. He does agree. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Sawblade Yo-Yo, pretty cool. Sawblade Yo-Yo, great. You like that, Mark? Great henchman device. Not practical for working. No. No. At any point. It's like falconry, yeah. though. you got to have a glove on one hand. And it's... it requires a second story for any of your, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any of your kills. Or a, yeah. a well. <laughs> or a well. Yeah, or a step ladder at the very least. But it, for lateral kills, a, it's not going to work. Or a boost. Yeah. I could just stand on your shoulders and, and do it. And it also has yeah. to sound like there's an engine power in it. <laughs> I know. All right, fuck that thing. Let's keep moving. <laughs> uh, but it's also how VJ meets his demise. Uh, yeah. that, that, that's the other thing, is that he dies so ghastly. that That's and horrible to the think. horrible like, pin on that story is that Q finds him alive. Oh, that's right. It's, like, <laughs> it's triple. Oh. So now the old man who's uh, hasn't been in the field for years has to live with that. It's he had, just a filleted he had just agent. he had just started to forget World War II, and now he's got this. To live I'll relieve you at midnight. And VJ's no last words were probably like "Yo, yo," and Q's like, "Oh, he's lost it already. He's gone." It's interesting to me in this movie too. How, like that fishing scene is like so dirty, and it's probably a real spot, and then. Octopussy's bed, it's only in the film for five total minutes, right? It's like a love scene, and then this battle, and then that's it. Like, they built a fucking huge, ornate set. There was no set budget too small for the guess. But I think that's because that's, like, really the Ganges River, and they wanted it to feel, you know, travel loggy. Sure. But, yeah, there's, uh, there's like, a. it's cool how they use just free locations I know. and then these super intricate sets but they use it for about the same amount of time yeah. Yeah. I was I, you know what's interesting about sets is that in the entire first season of Cheers they never leave the bar oh isn't that crazy well, I don't even remember where they're they all, went otherwise they're all bottle episodes lots of apartments really yeah I don't remember any. Fraser and Lilith's house when they move in together yeah. uh, you got a scrambled eggs and chocolate soup <laughs> Uh, so they find that the stuff is being taken to East Germany, East Berlin, right? Yeah. And uh, he has to go undercover as a furniture salesman for no reason. <laughs> he does? Do you not hear him well, giving his cover? I do admit it. I've seen this movie a million times, so don't hate me for this, but I think this is about the time that it does in this last night. Oh, yeah. Now have a listen to it. I didn't remember the furniture salesman part. Unnecessary cover. We verified the Octopussy Circus was in East Berlin when we lost 009. 
Kalmak studies further east. Why would General Orloff participate in a jewelry caper? Oh, the jewelry, sir, I think, as if you'll forgive the analogy, only the tip of the tentacle. <laughs> that's not an analogy, that's just stupid. Well, here's the ID you'll need. Charles Morton, manufacturer's representative from Leeds, visiting furniture factories in East Germany. Carl will take you in. No problem. What? <laughs> well, you know, I do get. I guess you did need a shit ton of credentials to get into East Germany. I sure, guess, but sure. when someone's putting you, sneaking you into a Cold War company or country, and he turns around and goes, "No problem," that's a little overselling for me. Where in I start a crazy to worry. German accent, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, you know, James Bond, the furniture salesman from Leeds, is on the prowl. Uh, we see a lot of the Octopussy Circus time. Uh, you get the guy shooting out of the cannon. You get the brothers throwing knives at each other. I'm sorry that Clara crowd sound was so loud. You Paul Bearer from the WWE shows yeah. up at one point. <laughs> He's got an urn that seems to power somebody. No, there is a giant dude who walks down the aisle for no reason. Right, this right here. No reason. It's hilarious yeah. to see fat people. This is it, right? He doesn't really. <laughs> Why is he there? He picked her pocket. Do you think that he won a contest? I don't know. <laughs> Was there an octopusy contest? <laughs> By the way, I love the look of a of a of a suit, of a beautifully pressed suit and a sick. Like just that yeah. it looks so like it looks can so you ought to dashing. do that for your wedding. Uh, you yeah. got beard like the perfect beard for it. You could you could pass for like a well, half breed Indian. I don't think I'm not gonna try when it comes down, guys. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. You should yeah, or wear a Nehru jacket. Yeah. Oh yeah. well that I'm more on board with. Than anything in my life, it would look uh, fantastic. Oh, uh, do you? Uh, uh, do you take Myra? Uh, oh my! Take. <laughs> All right, we're almost there. All right, <laughs> so General Putin is here to take uh, the bomb, take the jewels, and put the bomb in. The bomb is supposed to go off. The plan is the bomb goes off at a American Air Force base. Everyone assumes it was an accident. Uh, they call for disarmament. They call for disarmament. They disarm. Everyone disarms except the Russians, and then the Russians can attack uh, Europe again and uh, make make a fun, happy, fun time. Yes, yes. Uh, James finds a oh, perfect circus. fitting circus jacket. Yeah, those circus ladies out of costume and just in sweatshirts with feathered hair. That's taking me back <laughs> to my sister's softball team. Baby, come back. Hmm. The ball hawks. Uh, so the finale of this movie happens on a train and in the circus. It's a simultaneous finale. You're seeing two places at the same time. Uh, each well, there's still the thing the at the at the palace afterward. Oh yeah, yeah. So we better hurry. Oh yeah. Uh, the twins. Blah blah blah. Some gold. Blah blah blah. This is for my brother. This is for 009. Great times. Everyone's having a good time. James Bond's doing it. That guy's going away. Uh, Has he put on a gorilla suit with no one noticing yet? <laughs> yes, we're in that spot. He wears a gorilla suit, a clown suit. That is the biggest thing. A lot of people. Probably. A death bag. A death. <laughs> People have with this movie is James Bond. He feels demeaned or undignified yeah. in a clown suit. I like it. I feel. I like, think it's great. Yeah, I think it's the perfect use of cover. Although he gets Although out of the gorilla he, costume very quickly. I don't think he needs to put on all the makeup. 
Like I feel like that's a mm. bit of time that we didn't need to waste yeah, as the yes. bomb is ticking away. Trying yeah. to do this, I swear this is a, well. Just make yeah. it short because a buddy lost here. a bet and we had to. We were watching football on a Sunday and he had to show up to a bar in full clown makeup and he was almost two hours later than he said he was going to be and he just was like, "This took so long to put on." <laughs> He's like, "I would have been here at, right at ten a.m. to watch this watch football today, but." This makeup wow. takes way longer than you think. The, actu- the actual clowns in this have less makeup than what James puts on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is ridiculous. He yeah. could have could that would have been a great time for a gorilla suit. And and times of the essence too, right? Yeah. Like he like needs he was, to like five minutes left. get there. He saves he he dis, he diffuses the bomb with zero seconds left. How do you guys feel about that? Anytime there's a countdown clock yeah. and you gotta disarm your bomb. How many seconds you want on that clock to feel like? I'll tell you. you seven. Want a, you want a Goldfinger. You're on 007. 007. Yeah. You're yeah. Zero, zero, seven, Even if it's not a Bond movie. But it was a four-digit. Wow. It was like, a four-digit. That's too close. If the, it's, this movie's too close. If it's the movie Nine and a Half Weeks, I want it to be 9.5. Weeks? You bet. <laughs> you know what's good about this, though, is it actually shows the little things pumping out. Yeah, like yeah, that's, like, what, that that's actually pretty cool. That would have engaged. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. You know yeah, that it. is cool. You know it. Instead of just the lights going out or whatever. Well, I mean, it was real edge of your seat thing. I've seen this movie hundreds of times. Probably not really. Dozens of times. And uh, it's still, I, every time I think this could he's go not going to get there in time. Yeah. He's not going to get there in time. There's not enough time left. How do you feel about the car on the railroad tracks? Love it. I feel like it wouldn't work. Okay. Unless it's a, a great locomotive you can was tell pushing the, it at 88 miles per the, hour. You can tell the, <laughs> the wheels are kind of, I don't know. Bond. You can't tell anything. <laughs> We gotta uh, go back. <laughs> oh, this is where they shoot Orlov here, Squibs. Uh, another guy, the stuntman, got really, really hurt on this film because this back guy right there. Yeah, look at those ground squibs. You don't actually see any squibs in his back, and that's a disappointment. But he's still running. He's still chasing. He's still acting until he dies. So he's <laughs> trying to get to the uh, border. When he's dead, he will have nerve acting that will still happen like his body's still acting even though his consciousness has died away that's right he'll be holding hamlet's skull just twitching um that stuntman was on the climbing on the side of the plane as bond and then he hit like a cement pylon and really screwed up his lower body oh no yeah to spend like weeks months in hospital yeah wow (laughs) at least he got to go to hospital unlike our friend the irish pilot there's so much more to this movie, still. Yes. No, there's not yeah. that much. Well, We're good. I mean, there is uh, 30 minutes, 30 minutes 31 left. minutes oh. left of this movie. Oh, my God. We cannot do this. Has Octopussy shown up yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got to go plug my I gotta, meter. I got to skip. Uh, it's after nine. After nine, you're fine. In the back? Nope. That's till midnight. That's till midnight. But they rarely oh. check that. Jeez, they rarely I take that lot. Take our chances. All right. Uh, we got another five minutes. I say we wrap. James this thing steals up. a Citrian. He goes to town. Uh, it's not an Alfa Romeo. Oh, the the general from uh, uh, Star Wars is one of the American generals. That's right. Oh, is it? A, it might be an Alpha in this movie. Yeah, the Citrian's in for your eyes only. The yellow Citrian. Yep. Yeah. Uh, James steals an Alfa Romeo. He uh, from the woman who wouldn't let him get on the phone uh, to make a phone call. To She's somebody. got a nice car. Also, not bad. if if the world, at least that you're living in, is about to blow up, y- you take the phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, From yeah. the lady. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what he, yeah, If you're going to use force to get uh, Maude Adams to sleep with you, you can use force He practically rapes Maude Adams, but won't kick the woman out of the yeah. phone box. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't Ma- rape uh, her. He just Cosby's her without the juice. Oh. <laughs> 
He gives her a little pussy listen, galore. Listen to the, the ridges if you can about five, four, three, two, one. I just love what the general says to him. Now? Uh, not that. Thank you very much. You did a great job. That's the Star Wars show. <laughs> Thank you very much. You did a great job, sir. <laughs> Don't try to frighten us with your clowning ways, Bond. Okay. Uh, so then they go back to the palace because they got to get Khan, who ran away, who left Mont Adams to die. He double crossed. Yes, no to the double cross. He now did this, the old double cross. This to me is an Ewok battle wrap up. Absolutely. You know, we are you're crushing Anats with logs. We are doing exactly. all sorts of dumb shit that doesn't oh. really work in a fight. The hot air balloon feels like a giant fuck. The you. hot air balloon's ridiculous. I think the whole the women holding the pulse after after she's already gone up to that level, just they're just waiting for her to come back when they could easily lift the pole in half a second because it would be empty. Hmm. They just wait by the window with it. Uh, so anyway, the last. 20 minutes of this movie is a bunch of scantily clad and tightly dressed women uh, huh. beating up uh, a bunch of I henchmen. love that dollying shot though when they're tracking it and the girls are flipping sideways laterally. But this is so this this set is the worst set I think as far mm. as like how much of a set it looks like such a set. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that Q has a leather pilot's cap on. I do think Q should have gotten the hot air line. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that would have worked better. He probably had it, and then yeah. Roger Moore took it. Where are the trapeze hooked up to? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic That's right. question. You got to have, have a camera on your hot air balloon, because you can't see that far. That yeah. is a bad set. Look yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, the sky in the background. She kicks so slow. Yeah. Oh, earlier in the movie, Roger Moore does a punch, and it's it's like the full width of his wingspan from right to left. He really just hauls off all the way across his uh, body. I love him in his jacket, though, just he, as a sport-fighting jacket. He also shows his age when he slides down this banister. He seems afraid of getting hurt. Yeah. No, it's funny. I do like the banister slide down. The banister down. bit is good. I do like the slide down. And that's, I, a great, that's a great bit. And the shooting so he, he doesn't hurt his little... balls because, you know, James Bond needs those. That double take to the tiger, yeah. is that because he gets the idea or he's thinking that's the tiger I saw in the wild? Oh, maybe you're putting a, a lot of No, it's yeah. there, I think, before. Yeah, whatever. I think there's no way to know for sure. Find he him. really does just start blowing dudes away. Yeah. yeah. This is when you this get the Bond fantastic. Trust us, audience at home. It's fantastic. Also, he shoots 33 bullets into that tiny little thing and uh, just manages <laughs> to saw it off real clean-like. And these ladies come in in their very appropriate very dress. practical outfits. For uh, storming a castle. For literally storming a castle. <laughs> I know, too, we're coming up on him. He's going to hop on a horse. Has he ridden a horse ever? In... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he looks kind of uncomfortable yeah. on a horse in this. Well, I think that's because he's busy with his tiny television, you know? He's just yeah. always watching the footage from the hot air balloon, wants to know what's happening. I forgot about this. They're, they have to get on a plane now. Yeah, that's right. This yeah, ending is too much. Everyone knows how to fly, it seems like, too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the world of James Bond. Everyone can fly everything all the time. doesn't matter what it is. Uh, again, practical uniforms, and here comes Q to save the day. That ought to knock him out. And then he's going to get, <laughs> the ladies are going to love him, and uh, 
Bond rides a uh, see. Uh, oh, that's very sweet. Uh, Bond rides a, a horse to a plane. Uh, gets on a plane on the outside of the plane. Some like, great stunt, like though, Mission like, Impossible. Oh, that's so some good. great stunt work. So good. I, I will tell you, it looks like these people are having a blast on this movie. Like, all, I bet you the atmosphere is electric. People are just just rolling around. Yeah. Just, just, just I do like that snap up. in the face because that would hurt a shit ton. Yeah. This is back when when you were a stuntman, you could look at the movie and go like, see, it's very clearly me right yeah. there. Yeah. Like they were not afraid to yeah, let he's, the stuntman. He's blonde at one point. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably scared. Uh, so he's having some trouble working the stick because James's feet are on the fin uh, and uh, he has to get back into the plane somehow there's handles now on top of this plane which there wouldn't be right that's correct whatever they've been added for our convenience Uh, and now James gets in and then they jump uh, out of a moving plane that's going 85 miles an hour yeah there's some pavement back there they're clearly landing on a runway right there it's clearly a runway, and... And inertia does not take them the, over yep. the cliff. Yep. And Louis Jordan's, like, afraid acting is yeah. the worst. They'll kill us all. It's <laughs> the look on his face when he's crashing. Oh, we're so close. It's almost happening. It's almost the end of the movie. Why does he fly it into there? He's off the fin. He can has full control of his plane now. Yeah, he really could have not died. Yep. He could have easily not died, gotten away with all the things he was trying to get away with. Yeah. Except for his henchmen. Uh, so the end of the movie is the Russian government says, "I don't, don't they worry." Blah, blah, blah. It. And then uh, I yeah. do want to hear the declaration of James Bond's huge dick. Huge what? His huge dick. You'll see. And then let the music play. Yeah. That's a good song. I wish. What? I wish you weren't in such a weakened condition. Oh, James. <laughs> and now we cut out mm. to the outside of the boat, and then here we see James. <laughs> it's true. What could that? <laughs> what could that possibly be otherwise? <laughs> like, the, like he just has a but what? A painting of her face down there. I mean, what else could it possibly? She's be? already seen it. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe why is she surprised? Maybe 80, he tattooed her name. It's eighty three. Maybe, maybe he solved the Rubik's cube maybe, real fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be swollen from the banister incident. Maybe he, he got a, like a, a like a belly button octopus tattoo uh, from the highly a, detailed no, picture he, in his drawing. He knitted seven other little dicks. <laughs> sat right on top he of it. He knitted like, them. Look, it's an octopus. <laughs> We are an all-time high, guys. If you made it this far with us, you congratulations! Done You're well. our favorite listeners. Listener, the one guy that uh, made it through this. If you made it to, if you made it through this, tweet at Matt and I. Uh, Octopussy, yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Octopussy strong. Octopussy strong is hashtag the better. Octopussy Hasht- strong. Hashtag octopussy strong. If you made it through yeah. this entire podcast, octopussy strong. Tweet at. Matt Gorley, at yep. Matt Myra, at Mark McConbill, and at James Bladen. Octopussy yeah. Strong. Yeah, I'd like, to, yeah. I'd like to hear from you. Let us know if because you made it all the if way if you made this. it through the movie or this, either way, oh, man. You're I barely made it through this movie I when we watched it. We barely made it through this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we barely made it through. Uh, we barely. 
than it is. This uh, podcast had a nasty habit of surviving. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, James and Mark. Thank uh, you, thank for you so much. Us. James Bonding will return with either a mission briefing or for your eyes only as we roll into Spectre. Yeah, we do is, want to talk about that Spectre. We got to talk about the Spectre trailer. We got to do for your eyes only. Uh, Spectre is uh, less than three months away. It's coming barreling fast at the end of October, and uh, we're gonna get this thing wrapped up for everybody. And not wrapped up, wrapped up, but. You know, until another James Bond movie gets made. Uh, we are never going to wrap this up. Yeah, However, this I have been working on this small little jet for the past 30 years, <laughs> and I'm about to take my maiden flight. <laughs> no! Probably not. Over to oh, you can I'm uh, with you on that. Good... <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 